good and welcome back to Circle in the Sewer with Jake and Joe. I realized last time I said Joe and Jake. We're going to switch it up every time. Keep you on your toes. Never know who's going first. Uh, episode 11, here today with the guys. And we've got week seven of the NFL to talk about. Flying by, man. And week eight of college football today on this episode. Uh, wow. You know, we're almost halfway through the season. Terrible way to look at it. I hate that I just said that, but... Um, we're enjoying it. We've got a, it was another crazy weekend of football. Uh, a lot of games, a lot of upsets we didn't see coming, or maybe we should have seen coming now. Um, some of the, some of the headlines we're going to get to, um, before I kick it to Joe here, we're going to talk about our Brady and Rogers, maybe getting washed question mark. Um, is New York football for real? Um, we're going to ask Joe the hard hitting question of which New York team is he hitting or which New York team is he buying? Um, which I think we all know the answer, but uh, Ravens or Bengals for their division, which I think is going to be an awesome race to fall. And then um, NFC West leader Seahawks. Who would have thought? Uh, so there's some of the things we're going to get to Joe. How are we doing? Hey guys. Good to see you guys all again. Yeah. We got some coverage that happened here in week seven. It's crazy to see that it's flying by like that, but uh, a lot went down in the NFL and college football this week. I had a great weekend. I had my stepsister's wedding. So shout out oh, to yeah. the Rundies. The Rundies got married this weekend. Um, it was great. It was right here in Minneapolis. So it's cool. Um, great to see some family and friends, but yeah, a lot going How on was in the, the weather? football was world. It good? You were the reception is outside, right? Yeah. It was or I awesome, guess on the man. Island. It's like 70 out on Saturday. It was crazy. Ooh. It was so nice out. Reception was at, um, where is it? The Nicollet Island, Island right? or Yep, Nicollet yeah. Island. So that was cool. I've never been there before, and I live right down the street from it. So that's cool to see. Uh, yeah. yeah, like it's like a sad family and we friends. Took our, hot, our hot girl walk dancing over out there. there. The hot girl walk over. That's right. That's we right. Are, we we're right there. across the river. That's right. We did go over there. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. I was doing my grooves out there on the dance floor. Um, yeah, sweet. The the food was good. I had chicken. <laughs> I feel like it's, <laughs> it's always the chicken at the wedding. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, it was great. It was a fun weekend. Uh, but yeah, a lot going on in the NFL and college football. And you had a great, your, your picks were on fire. Picks are unreal people. If you aren't following my picks, went four and one this weekend on NFL picks. So, so we, uh, and this is the test of, um, our real listeners on our, on our Thursday or I guess Friday, we recorded it Thursday, came out Friday, um, episode. Uh, we did, we did five picks each, um, for the NFL, um, I'm trying to integrate some of this more, but you're going to have to listen to Thursday's, Friday's episodes in order to get these because we're just going to review these picks um, today. But uh, excuse me, we're not going to be making our picks on the first episode of the week. We're going to do it on the second episode. But Joe went four and one. Four and one. I went three and two. Not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah, we know both did pretty well. Yeah. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. You know, maybe we're, maybe we're onto something here. Uh, we both had the, the Cowboys. Um, we're going to get to all these games, but just to cover these quick, both had Cowboys minus seven over the Lions. Uh, that one was kind of a late hit. Um, Cowboys kind of snuck that uh, that cover out. Joe had Giants plus three over the Jags. Which, Take that, Vegas. Wow. Yeah, I thought that that was like a reverse being the, the, the five and one team being the underdog everyone, three points, but everyone thought that that was the you, whole you reversed. Trip. Yeah. You reversed. Yeah, so I, that's what I was thinking it. this weekend. I was like, Oh, they're trying to do this. I'm going right back at them. I'm taking those games. Give me yeah. that money. Uh, 
then the next one that Joe hit on and I missed, we had the opposite side of this. He had Panthers plus 11. I had Bucks minus 11, which is when we took these bets. The line actually moved to minus 13 and plus 13 after they traded Christian McCaffrey, which that would have worked crazy that <laughs> the line moves the other way. And then the Panthers absolutely destroy the Bucks, which again, we'll get to. Um, let's see here. Then Joe missed on Falcons plus six and a half to the Bengals. Uh, I had the other side of that. And the Bengals stomped them, which I saw coming because the Falcons are not a good enough team to be six and zero against the spread, but they were. There goes that. There yeah. goes that record. But I honestly, had to do it, man, I had to do it. But uh, they got smoked. Next week might be when you take the Falcons again, right? Because now they're on the other side of it. You know, they're four and a half right and... now against Carolina. Those are my two teams. I took Ooh. them both last week. That's gonna Ooh. that's gonna be tough, but it's gonna be a good one. I'll be in the gambling game. And then Joe, you took Chiefs two and a half over the 49ers, which pumped about that one too. I was, which you were on fire. You didn't overthink these too much. And I kind of overthought some of these lines because the Chiefs minus two and a half seemed too good to be true. And it turned out it wasn't. And I think like 90% of people that bet on this game were betting on the Chiefs two minus two and a half, which um usually is those are the type of games that Vegas wins money and the 49ers would cover, but uh 49ers went up 10-0, and then the Chiefs just absolutely stomped them since then. I was worried um, at that part. When it was 10 nothing. I'm like, oh, no. But then, yeah, boom, we'll, Patty Mahomes, baby. He's back. Yeah, we'll, get to, we'll get to that later with some of his statistics about that. But um, tight, I took Titans minus two over the Colts. That hit. Um, Packers over the Commanders by four and a half. That did not hit. That was a tough one. And then I had Cowboys minus seven. That hit. Bengals six and a half. That hit. And Bucks minus eleven did not hit. So went three and two. Joe went four and one. So if you want to hear our our hot picks on uh, later this week, you're gonna have to tune back in. But uh, let's let's roll into the the slate. Um, let's get it. Week seven. First game. Week seven. Thursday night. And this was a an eventful game. It wasn't per se like Finally. great football, but uh, some excitement was, on Thursday night. Yeah. Though. Cardinals won forty two. Saints thirty four. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from this game was this was more about Arizona's defense than it was about Arizona's offense. Uh, Andy Dalton, I think, threw, what, three picks? Um, two of them were, were pick sixes. Two pick sixes. Which is incredible. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. The 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 Cardinals' offense is still – they got D-Hop back. He looked great. Ten catches, 103 yards, 14 targets from Kyler. Um, you know, I'm sure that that's going to be his guy the rest of the year, especially with Marquise – Brown probably being out for a minute, but uh, I thought the weird the, the the thing I was thinking about while watching this game too is that I think we've gotten so accustomed to the Saints being so good, and now they're just like not. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that was one of the teams that we always just like banked on with Sean Payton and Drew Brees always being there. Is like, yeah, this team may not be a Super Bowl contending team, but they're always going to be good. They're always going to finish over five hundred. Now they're I don't know bottom five team in the NFL. Two and five. That's so yeah. weird. So, um. Yeah, I guess that was those were my thoughts on the game. What do you got, Joe? So coming into this game too, um, I've kind of been talking about how the Cardinals could be that sneaky team, and this is the week that they got D Hop back. Um, he absolutely balled out. He went for ten catches, one hundred three yards. So that's good to see. Had him on my fantasy team. Didn't yep. start him because I, I, I started. I him. know you did. So that was I was kind of like, I didn't know if it was going to be that maybe limited game. Maybe it's like four catches. 30 yards. That's what I was kind of thinking, but yeah, my team didn't have the depth. I had to, I didn't have a choice. Okay. So I kind of had some depth. So I was like, you, you can go on the bench, but it was good to see him. And that's where the Cardinals can kind of make some, maybe make a splash. They can kind of figure it out here and maybe get this offense going. Like we said, the defense looked great. Those two pick sixes. Another thing on this game too, it was 
It's 14 to six with two minutes and 28 seconds left before the half. And the half finished out 28, 14 because of those turnovers by Dalton, which is nuts. Two minutes left and at 14, six, then all of a sudden 28, 14. That's pretty crazy to see. Um, but yeah, like we said, with that defense, they keep that going. And I don't know, get that electricity back with D hop coming back. It looks like every time though, I feel like Kyler is just pissed off Cliff Kingsbury. I feel I like every game now, was the next just thing screaming where, at him. Yeah. Like, I don't well, know what's was going on with these two. Kind of like viral clip from that game was um, Kyler, like, you know, walking over to the sideline and just yelling at Kingsbury. And I heard uh, Bill, Bill Simmons made this comparison on his podcast, but he, he said that Cliff Kingsbury looked like a husband getting yelled at from a wife when the a husband one. knew that he did something wrong and he just has to sit there and take it. So like Kingsbury, That's a very like, good comparison, you know actually. what I mean? He, he looked like he, like Kyler looked like, it looked like Kyler reason. was in the yeah. right the entire time. Like when Kyler was yelling at yeah. him, it just looked like everyone was like, yep, Kyler's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No doubt about it. Like Cliff, we've talked about this before. Is that like Kyler is clearly super talented and yeah, he has some, he has some, you know, parts of his game that could probably be cleaned up, but he's so athletic. He's so talented. And so at one point we're like, we're really going to have to take a hard look at what Cliff Kingsbury is. I think in my opinion, because he hasn't really proved to be a winner at either level. No. And I know, I think we talked about this last week about his record in, in college and NFL, but you know, at some point I think he, he might be on some of his, I last think if they too. don't finish, I don't know, maybe if they don't get close. If they don't make the playoffs or they don't at least get close to it, I think he might be gone this off season. I think just with all the turmoil like that you've seen on the field and just everything going on with them, I feel like they might look another direction if it doesn't end in a decent direction, I feel like. I, I absolutely agree. And I think, too, that the, the Cardinals paid Kyler a lot of money. So, like, you know, not to say – He's their like, guy. They're not – Yeah. yeah they're, they're not going to part ways with Kyler, every, which – Exactly. So, it's going to be Kingsbury probably to go. And like you saw out of them last year where they started the season super hot and then kind of fell off, it's – not a good side for Kingsbury either. So you have that momentum from like a disappointment of that second half of the season rolling into this season. It's very disappointing. So, um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see, uh, moving forward what they do, but, I, uh, he's, he's gotta be thinking, I mean, the cards won, which is good. Yeah. Um, but they needed that win. Yeah. Bad. Big, big time, which, um, you know, and the crazy part is, is they're still not that far out. <laughs> um, that division, man. Yeah. The division's crazy. And right now with the Seahawks leading at four and three and Rams had a bye week. So they're three and three 49ers lost the chiefs. So they're three and four. So, you know, they're a game back, which is crazy. And, but we'll see. I still think that's the 49ers division, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, uh, next game is Falcon 17 Bengals 35. Um, this is kind of, been what we were hoping to see from the Bengals offense I think this season Burrow through for 481 yards um just an explosive passing game I mean it was just bombs it was just again like, like 385 yards in the first half or something yeah. Earl I was yeah, gonna see him really kinda, cooled off in the second I mean yeah I uh, at that half I'm like this guy's throwing for 600 yards and eight touchdowns today which is it's funny because they were up you know and then all of a sudden you look up and the Falcons have 17 points in the second quarter. And you're like, what, you know, it was 28, 17 at half, which it just felt yeah, like the I Bengals were absolutely destroying them. But um, again, the Bengals defense in the second half has just been phenomenal this year. And whatever Zach Taylor and the or defensive coordinator does in, 
in halftime is is incredible. And you saw it last year in the AFC Championship game against Mahomes and the Chiefs, like their ability to to make some sort of adjustments and and I guess really hone in on what the other team's offense is trying to do is 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 impressive because. I mean, the Falcons completed eight passes, and I know they have Mariota, who's just like a really a glorified like RPO, which is just mostly run. But it's pretty crazy. They, you know, he passed for 124 yards, and they ran for 107 yards as a team. They scored 17 points in the first half, and they did nothing in the second half. So he only threw the ball 13 times. Holy smokes! Yeah. So, but I mean, Tyler Boyd go for 155 yards. Chase 130 yards, T. Higgins 30, 93 yards. Um, so it was, it was a big day for the Bengals offense. Uh, they only scored seven points in the second half, but it, their yeah, defense was not in the game. Um, before I hit you with the next question, we'll, we'll roll into this other game where Browns 20, Ravens 23. Ravens finally won a close game, um, but that felt like more of a like Jacoby Brissett mess up, like Browns mess up than it was. Uh, Ravens really winning that game. Um, where the Ravens and Bengals are at right now, they I believe they're tied for the division lead. Correct. Um, but four and three each. Which team are you buying more and on right now? See, this is the thing. So I've always said in the previous episodes that I'm always I'm st- sticking with the Ravens. So that's why I thought I was going to win the division. Um, I think I will still stick with the Ravens just because the inconsistency that I'm seeing out of the Bengals. Like when you have the performances that they had last week and Burrow throws for 385 or whatever it is, like if you could just do that for like I keep that like the bank, I bet he throws for 203 picks and like I don't know what's going on with them, why they just can't do that every single game. Like the way Taylor was running that offense in that first half and into that second half, it was just like, where's this been the first? four games of the season with those offenses. Like, you know, you have all the weapons and everything. And that's just the part where I just don't think I can buy in on them. I know it's a great week and everyone's like, Oh, Bengals are back, which they, they could be, but I think I'm just going to stick with the Ravens knowing that what Lamar can do with that offense at any given week. And if he's down at some time, he could scramble and do all the plays and be the action guy that Lamar is too. So I think I'm still going to just stick with the Ravens and go with my gut on that. But don't you think the same could be said? And this is why, because I, I kind of figured that you'd have this and I think I'm on the other side and I'm a huge Lamar fan. And truthfully, like uh, Lamar is my favorite quarterback in the NFL, uh, besides Kirk Cousins, of course. Bless up. But um, um, Lamar, the last couple of weeks, and, and that's what I was going to throw back at you is he's the one that hasn't looked that great in the last two weeks. Burrow's been, I think, like seven hundred and almost eight hundred yards passing and like seven touchdowns in these last two games, and they they play the Browns and the Panthers and the Steelers. Like that could easily be five straight wins for the Bengals, and them looking a little bit different at the front of those standings. I know they lost the Ravens a couple weeks ago, but realistically they, they lost week one of the Steelers with TJ Watt. Um, and like Burroughs coming back from his injury, didn't play a ton in the preseason. Then they play the Cowboys team whose defense is incredible. And then they beat the jets, beat the dolphins, lose to the Ravens by two, beat the saints, beat the Falcons. Like I, I just, I feel like this team just kind of had a slow start, but I still like, to me, they'll beat the Browns, they'll beat the Panthers, and they'll beat the Steelers. And I like them against the Titans. I don't like them against the Chiefs, but that could be, you know, that could be six straight games. And all of a sudden, you're looking, you know, it's looking like it's the Bengals' division to lose. Now, same could be said for the Ravens. I understand that, but um, I don't know. I think I'm. I don't like what I've seen from the Ravens down the stretch of these games, and. That's been the problem in the first couple of two. I mean, they should have had what with Baltimore should have beat the Dolphins, blew that game, 
Should have beat the Bills. Should have beat the Bills. They blew that game as well, too. So it's yeah, you're right. There's some inconsistency with that offense as well. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be close down the stretch of these two teams. I just in my just with my gut, just because I picked them too, and just thinking like Lamar is gonna do something crazy and just turn around also because he's playing on that contract year. So I don't think he's gonna end this season poorly. Like he knows what he's got to do in order to get the get the money for that. So part of me is just kind of like he's got that chip on his shoulder and he still needs to just go off. Yeah, we hopefully can figure it out sooner and later because they're, I mean, they're, I don't know what the his passing stats were last game, but it was not very good. And I mean, they won twenty three to he had nine for sixteen for one hundred twenty yards, which you know, and I don't know. Bateman, that was weird. Wasn't there like a? I didn't catch the end of this game, but I heard like there was a false start or something. Something there was like a flag that shouldn't have been called on Cleveland, or something happened where. Cleveland should have had a chance of at least tying this game, I think. Well, I think it uh, ended up being what it was, was uh, they were going to try the field goal, and then it, yeah. And then I think there was a penalty. Oh, that's right. Moved the field goal back further. That's right. They had to move it back. It. Um, and just looking at ball, and I guess Mark Andrews was hurt this week. Um, I know he played, but he just, he didn't even catch a pass. Um, he only had two targets. Like, it just, it felt like he's, been a little banged up. Bateman's banged up. So like they need a wide receiver. They should sign Odell. Yeah. They need to go with free agency because Bateman can't stay healthy this year, but I feel like um, Duvernay is always the guy that's screaming like anytime it's a bomb. And if it's not Andrews, it's always Duvernay that I'm hearing that announcer saying I'm like, well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that offense needs can't another weapon. Duvernay. For, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. So, you know, they're healthy earlier when, when Lamar was playing a little bit better, but it'll be interesting to see how that, um, pans out but i think that'll be one of the better races down the finish of uh bengals ravens and i, I think we knew it was going to be close going into the season i know you picked the ravens and um That's i was hoping it was going to be the ravens God. but um i think both teams have a lot of problems but also have such explosive offenses that any week that they go in and, and you have a you, you know you feel decent about your chances in that game um moving to the next one uh, me and Joe both got minus seven on this one. We got Lions six, Cowboys 24. Um, Cowboys defense just kind of flexed all over Jared Goff and the Lions offense, uh, forcing five turnovers. And um, If the, the Cowboys Lions, did this like the, against everyone, like exactly how they played with this defense and Dak throwing for 207 and a touchdown, if you just maintain that, like they, they're going to be NFC champion. Like they can make a run. That's that's what we've said too in the last episode. Like exactly what they did on Sunday is all they have to do. I feel like if their defense oh, I, does exactly what they did and just kill the other team, and Dak doesn't do anything crazy or make any stupid turnovers, that's all they need with that team. I agree, and I think and I think Dak's like this was a good game for Dak to come back to where the Lions' defense isn't like crazy impressive. Um, now the score is a little misleading because well, not misleading. I shouldn't say that, but their defense again is kind of what like ultimately got them to a 24-6 like I, they didn't score that much on offense um correct me if i'm wrong but they they kind of manufactured it through some late defensive stops and um punching the ball in with zeke but uh yeah i don't know i guess my my biggest takeaway is is michael parsons an mvp candidate Dude's you know stud. he's, I, he's so more good. more of a just like he's so good but also like um, I guess the he's lack of like a, a clear front runner, 
in the MVP race right now. Like you, I guess Mahomes and Allen, like you can always kind of throw up there, but like maybe Jalen Hurts, but I feel like Jalen Hurts more is just on a really good team. He hasn't been necessarily like the best player in the NFL this year, but like Michael Parsons, like I feel like every time he's on the field, like he's the best player on the field by far and he can do everything. He can, he, you know, he can rush the passer. He can drop back into coverage and cover guys that like guys, his size, like probably shouldn't be able to do, but he does it. Um, he's just like a complete game changer on the defensive side. And you're right. I think with Dak's return and his ability to hopefully just manage the game and every once in a while make a big pass, but with Zeke and Tony Pollard running the ball well and their defense playing as well as it is, I, I agree. I don't see why this team can't find themselves in the NFC championship game. And, and they might be coming out of the wild card too, because That's like we've said, really like the Eagles, crazy down the yeah. yeah, that, this this team or this this division is is nuts right now. Um, I think I like too with how Dallas does their run game. I feel like that's what they should do. I feel like to get them to the red zone, use Pollard, and then once they're in that red zone, just use Zeke. Like Pollard, when I'm watching Pollard compared to Zeke, Pollard just has so much flash and just he looks so much quicker when he's out there. But I feel like obviously he just gave Zeke that contract. Just use him in the red zone and just bulldoze people over. No, I think that I I agree. I think that they're doing a good job of like managing both of them. You know, Zeke had 15 carries, Tony Pollard had 12 carries, and they both like both doing their their thing. And they're both you know, and Pollard's probably a a more of like a, a passing threat out of the backfield. He had two receptions for 26 Just yards. Just a flashier guy. Yeah, that's kind of what yeah, I'm saying. For sure, explode. He's a little bit more explosive. But like Elliot, you get in there and like like you said, Pollard to get to the red zone. But also, I feel like on like short yardage plays, like second and two stuff like that you just give zeke the ball and let him you know pull those in there then you got a first down you bring back pollard out he's you know got the option to throw a pass to him or not um it's good they like doing that like there's no beef or anything like anyone wants out if like they can get along and get that one two combo going that's pretty pretty crazy to see no no he's easily like pollard's easily an rb1 you gotta say right yeah i don't know yeah I mean, right. I think we talked about this before about how like tough it is to just be a true RB one because I feel like Derrick Henry is like the only guy in the league right now that's like, yeah, we're just gonna give you the ball every single time and like because I think he had thirty carries this week, but yeah. yeah, I mean Pollard, if he got enough touches, like he he just runs hard. He, he he, you know what I mean? Like he just like you said, he's explosive, he's flashy, he can cut, he can jump around. So um, I guess Saquon's kind of been an RB one this year too, but. uh yeah, I think the Cowboys are they're set up for success right now. Um, it's kind of funny that you know we're they're, not, they're in third place in their division right now, and I feel like they're a top three team thought. in the NFC right now. And this um, is usually one of the crappier divisions too. Like it's always like, what was it? I know when the Commanders two years ago. Bad. Remember when Washington made it and they're like seven and nine or whatever? Yeah. It was like the worst division of all time. I mean, last year Dallas obviously Dallas won the division, but. No, usually I mean, it's, it's bad. It's, like, it's usually one team that makes and everyone else is like wins four games. And now everyone there's a chance to have three teams for Christ's sake. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Even the bottom, like, like three and four right now, Washington commanders, like that they're only a game under 500. That's crazy for the last yeah. place team in there. And now I don't think Washington's very good, but they've won some games. You know what I mean? And they they're three and four, the same record as the Packers, same record as the Bucks, Like, that's crazy. You stick the commanders in the NFC South right now and they're in first place. So uh, that is crazy. Yeah. The, that division is, is mayhem right now uh, in the NFC East, but uh, jumping on uh, Detroit too. I, 
I feel so bad for Detroit fans. Like you just can't, I don't know. What do you do with this team? One and five. I mean, Goff throws for 228 and two picks. Williams, 79 yards. Well, Brown was out, right? So he was hurt, but it's just yeah, like. He, he didn't even get concussed. Got to be so go frustrating. And we all know the history of Detroit, and they've just been awful forever. But you, if you were a fan, you had to expect a little more coming in with this team, right? And I feel like well, they've kind of caught some bad bounces, but they've just like, they've played some games where they throw it up 35, 40 points, and it's just not worked out because their defense is kind of laid an egg. But one and five, that just, it's one and five. Yeah, and at no the end of the day, it's it. one and five. So, well, they went in the same old Detroit. Two weeks ago, they went in as the number one offense in the NFL with points and yardages and a lot of stats. And then they got shut up by the Pats by week, six points against the Cowboys, didn't even score a touchdown. So I know they're missing Swift and, and St. Brown's been out too. So um, maybe they get those guys back. The offense gets going a little bit more, but you're right. Like it really isn't the offense. Like it's the defense. It's it's down the stretch because a lot of these games that they lost at the beginning were, were closer games. Like the Vikings game was close. Um, and that's where I feel like it runs back to, to a little bit of coaching, you know, like is Campbell, that guy, he's the raw, raw guy that can get you excited. But is he like on the reverse side, like what Brian Dable is doing in the, in, with New York, with the giants is like the exact opposite where he, you know, like not the exact opposite. Cause guys still want to play for Dable and get excited. But like, he just is like coaching their team. It feels like better down the stretch. You know, they're coming back from 10 points down in the fourth quarter and they're just playing solid, you know, solid ball, not making mistakes. Whereas like the lines, I feel like you're doing the opposite. Like they get in these situations and they get super excited and they just mess up penalties here, you know, terrible, like, miss coverages here or you know goff then throws his one pick of the whole game you know he's five touchdowns but then he throws a pick in the fourth right when you don't need him to so um yeah tough to be a lions fan for sure not not yeah. a ton to be excited about over he there could tank and obviously it's shroud and young with that draft and we've mentioned so many teams that could probably be in position to get one of those two but yeah i don't know it's just gonna be well, it's like just Hutchinson's gonna be so fun. and i don't think they will fire campbell that's the thing just because he's the rah-rah guy and he's kind of the meathead running around but i feel like if they win two and three games this year they'll still keep him and i think definitely next year he's gonna be on his last straw but i don't really i can see them moving off him man two to three wins is not showing that much improvement with you know the head what the Second overall pick with yeah, Hutchinson, bad. and I mean, two wins is two wins. As much as your team's putting up the forty points, like you said, like the leading NFL in offense, and if you can't win, you can't win, and that gets people fired. So for sure, sucks to be Detroit. Um, moving to another terrible franchise, the Colts lose ten. They score ten. Titans nineteen. Um, Rabel just kind of owns the Colts. The Titans, I think, four straight wins against them. I think they swept them this year and they swept them last year as well. Um, Titans beat them so bad that they made Frank Reich bench Matt Ryan. I think moving forward, I saw Sam Ellinger is going to start. Yeah, they tried to say it was an injury too. Dude, I think, no, he just got straight up benched. Like they're saying, like, shoulder hurts. Like, no, you just suck right now, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Like, they were 3 2 1 the Colts last coming into this game. They're 3 2 1. Like they have a chance. But like when you just watch them, they are just a bad football team. Mm-hmm. Like they're horrible. Like they shouldn't have beat the Broncos if they're playing anyone else. They wouldn't have won that game. And it's great. It doesn't make sense to me though. Rabel, watching like, them Rabel's last year. So good. Yeah. It doesn't make that much sense to me though. Cause last year I watched the Colts and I'm like, they have guys everywhere. They're just lacking a quarterback, right? I mean they had Wentz last year and he just like wasn't it. And they went like 
nine and eight, barely missed the playoffs. But you're like Jonathan Taylor, their offensive line is awesome. Like could be a great guy coming yeah. up. Like the defense is so good. And then all of a sudden it's like their offensive <laughs> line kind of sucks now. Jonathan Taylor's been banged up, but like they're not running the ball that well with him. Matt Ryan's dropping back like 44 times a game. Like, you know what I mean? He's three sacks, two picks. Seems like he's got a fumble every game, if not every other game. I don't know um, how he's broke his neck yet. This dude just takes so many hits. But it's crazy because what? Last week he went for like, let's see here. He went for 389 yards on 58 attempts, 42 completions, three touchdowns, no picks. And it's just like, you know what I mean? And And he... He went for 222 yards, two touchdowns, no picks against the Chiefs. Had like a like a, a QB rating of 105. Like he, he just doesn't make sense. He's just so inconsistent at this point. And um, I don't know how much of that's on him. Like I just feel like he's getting pressured like crazy. And like you can't expect Matt Ryan at the age he's at right now to like run around and really like do some of the things that a younger Matt Ryan can. But even back then, he was not at that mobile of a quarterback. So. Um, I think you, you see both sides of it. Like you said, like Vrabel's a great coach. I think Vrabel knows what he has in Ryan Tannehill, right? He doesn't expect that much. 20 passes, no. 13 completions, 132 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. You know, They're just a run-the-ball team, just a hard-nosed football team that just runs the ball, can play defense, good defense at times, and that's they just give the ball to Derrick Henry and do the simple things to win games. Yeah, and I – and it's crazy because they didn't even their offense didn't even score a touchdown today. I just realized, or that game, Randy Bullock was yeah. Derrick Henry didn't score four for four for field goals, and then they must have had a defensive touchdown, right? Let me see. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Like, like you said, that's just like a that's pretty on par for what a variable team is. Like, you just. But this is exactly what you get most years out of a Rabel team, right? Is like, are you excited about them in the playoffs? Like, do you think the Titans are going to, like, chances are they're going to come out of this AFC South. They're going to win um, the division and they're, they're going to get in there as like a three or four seed. They're going to play a wild card team that comes out of the AFC that you're probably like, you know what I mean? Like, do you, like as a Titans fan, like, are, are you ever thinking you just need like, some oh, flash? Is- like, I- yeah, like you got Derrick Henry, and he's obviously a beast. But they had AJ Brown. It was the same I story. Know. Then and they get rid of that. I, I never said they should have done that too. I don't completely understand what they wanted that. I think it was just more of contract of kind of what AJ wanted, and then right. they trade him. And I'm pretty sure Philly gave him the the bag on that too. So I feel like that's you kind of nailed it on the head of they need some just need a little more excitement with the, around this team. Like you, they'll probably go third. Like if they could go thirteen and three or whatever it is, and make a two seed for all we know, and then they lose to the flipping i don't know somebody 10 to 9 in the first round of the playoffs so well it's just I, but like, they do they I mean, just saw, they're getting that new stadium year, so i feel like that could yeah. kind of help just to get the like morale going with that team because i feel like there's just kind of the same old titans within that but i feel but like don't maybe you that think stadium that it's, it's more tannahill tannahill caps that offense right yeah like I mean, they're limited fan, i'm not tannahill. happy with like i know i'm like okay i can count on tannahill to win games but in my head i'm like okay we gotta we gotta move on or something like I just I feel like something. Tana, you don't really count on Tannehill to win you games. He just you can't just look not at his throw. Like games, the way right? he throws a football too. Sometimes yeah. I'm just like you just look just interesting. You need some swag. They don't have swag. That's no. a good way to put it. There's that no swag on the Titans. Stadium swag though. See, boom! You bring that stadium in. We can touch on that. Awesome, by the way. We from, should have more swag for being in Nashville. 
right? So I feel like with this stadium, they put that in there. They have, now they're going to get a Super Party Bowl. City. Broadway's going to blow up. This is going to go nuts. I feel like that could attract some maybe to more free agents. I knew, everyone likes a new stadium, so for sure. no income tax. I don't think Tennessee. I'll, I'll go to the Titans. They need to recruit need you. You need a coach. It'd <laughs> be sick. It'd be special that'd be teams. Sick. That'd be a crazy, crazy place to play. Um, that'd, be, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't, they, know, they do I don't know if and if, you, do, if you live in Nashville, how do you do any work? Is the thing like how do you live downtown? Oh my God, you look can't. out the window, see that. It's impossible if you haven't. Right? For those listening, if you haven't seen the specs of what their stadium is going to be, please look it up. It is sweet. It looks like a palace, and it's someone did say it looked like Top Golf, though. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's very the front of it, very like square looking, like looks kind of like a building. Like you like got to think this just like what yeah feel ish. That's what every stadium's trying to be now, especially if the football stadium. Like they're just more of it's more of like a, a social place. Like it's gotta have like like fun bars. Cause like it's so funny to me. Like me and you grew up, where did we go to all our sporting events? The Metrodome, the most bland place in the yeah. world, right? The concession stand collapsed for Christ's sake. You just you walked up, you got your food, and you went back to your seats inside of a dome inside in this brick lame building, right? And now these like the new, you know, SoFi Stadium is just like this ridiculous like place, and um, you know, Vegas' stadium is crazy, and it's it's just so funny to, to me that like not that long ago we were going to Vikings and Twins games, it's just like this most bland stadium ever, and now they got a Top Golf for the Titans to play at. So, kind of like just another side note on stadium wise, like I'm just looking through the standings here, and a lot of them, like, do you think of like 20 years from now? or teams that are getting new state, like if a team gets a new stadium, it's going to be like closed off. Or do you think there's like the traditional, like the bills, they're never going to, they're always going to play outside. Like it, when oh, teams are looking on to move into the new stadium, like a roof's going to come over. Or do you think there's just teams? Depends that on the, depends on the city. Like, the Bears, like they're probably, they're getting that new stadium. I think they're going to have a roof now. But then like, you I think a lot of them are going to be like, retractable. Yeah. Like, but it's just like to everything. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think like Lambo is ever going to change or anything like that. Or like I said, the bills, but it's just like any team that's looking to build a new stadium. I feel like there is going to be a roof on it. It's yeah. weird. Well, I think, you know, you're also playing through the winter. Thank so God like they do in the Vikings. Places. Like if we're playing outside, that would suck. Oh, well, we so at, at, at TCF for a while. Remember yeah. it's freezing. Like I'm glad the U S makes sick. I like being in there when it's negative 30 out and you can walk in there and have a sweatshirt on. No, that's, I mean, that's definitely what you need in some of these. And like, that is, I guess, part of like Lambeau and what the Packers want there and same thing in Buffalo and same thing, I guess, in Foxborough, New England. But like some of these places are definitely going to change. Like, you know, I could see like a place like Philly eventually. I don't know, but Philly feels like, like they're going to be outside. There's just certain places where you just like, if you flip on the TV in a November, like football game, you're just expecting them to see them outside and like snow and shit. You know what I mean? So the Bengals should. I feel like you get a cool yeah, state. Cleveland, like those, those places could definitely, but you know, who knows when these places are going to, to upgrade their, their spots. Uh, moving to the next game. Speaking of Lambo, we got the Packers 21 commanders, 23. That is three straight losses for the Packers. Now um, my biggest takeaway, and this is more, you know, everybody wants to go to Rogers and this and that. Um, but like 12 combined rushes, between AJ Dillon and, and Aaron Jones, like it's it's wild to me how how talented these running backs are, and they just 
don't even really try to run the ball. Like I really thought that this team was going to be solid. Like it was going to be a switch up for Rogers this year where they're just going to like really pound the ground game, get these two involved, um, which hopefully can open up Rogers for the field with these, you know, these younger wide receivers. Um, I don't know. It's not exactly what a lot of people expected out of green Bay, but this year and, and, but do you think is Rogers on the decline? Like what's, what's going on in green Bay? I, the Packers suck. I think you just got to say it like the Packers suck. And I just think when you're looking at Rogers, he just doesn't look like he's having a good time out there. He really just cares. I think like we said this so many times in the previous episodes, knowing that he doesn't have a Devontae or someone out there that he can really rely on. He's just probably like, I think he knows it's like, yep, it's nothing I can do. His body language just looks horrible. And like on that last play of the game, when he died there, just laying on the ground, that was like sums up the season for the Packers yeah. so far. And yeah, I, I'm glad to see this because Vikings are hopefully can run away with this division now, but it's just like, you gotta, I feel like every week though, I mean, you lost the commanders, you lose to the jets, jets are a wagon, but losing the giant, they're on a three game losing streak for love of God. And everyone just keeps bringing it back up. Like, Oh, it's Aaron Rodgers, They're going to, it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're just a bad football team. And this is going to be one of those years. Rogers just can't do anything about. I think you're right. And I think like you, you kind of hit it on the head there that it's, it seems like it's more, it, they're a bad football team. It is not yeah. just Aaron Rodgers. They're just, they don't have a lot of talent really on either. Like that's what I was saying is that their talent is AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. And like, they finally got Aaron Jones, like involved in the passing game a little more. He had nine receptions and two touchdowns, but like, like run the ball, like 12 combined rushes between AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Like they're only 12 rushes the whole game. Like, uh, and I know the defensive front for the commanders is pretty good, but like they also do a really good job of pressuring the quarterback with Montez sweat. And, um, they yeah, don't have Chase. Good. Jonathan Allen. Yeah, Jonathan Allen. They don't have Chase Young back Chase yet. Chase Young's but, out. I've always said that um, they got a great like. Once Chase Young's back, that D line is like scary. top five in the league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think, and I think at this point in 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 Rogers' career too, I think it's like crazy. Like they lost Devontae, and like you know, I I see both sides of it because at one side you're like Aaron Rodgers took all this money, right? He wanted to be the highest paid guy in the NFL. Like he's making what fifty million a year. Like that definitely hurts. Um, the Packers' ability to to get players around him, but at the same time, like they didn't really go get anybody. You know, they got nope. Sammy Watkins. Like that was their that was their attempt to to replace Devontae Adams. Like Alan Lazard, like we've said, is fine, but he's not a wide receiver one. Christian Watson's a rookie. Like he was going to take time. Like I don't know. Like it just felt like again, where like for years and years they just like why can't they go get Rodgers another wide receiver? Why do they refuse to do it? Because like, it'd be a different story if they wouldn't got like defensive players. And all of a sudden you're looking at this Packers defense, like they kind of were last year and you're like, oh, this Packers defense is legit. And they had some guys hurt last year too, you know, but um, yeah, uh, just green Bay's on, on a little bit, little bit of a downhill. I think people just have to say it out loud because no one wants to that the Packers are just, they're just bad. Yeah, they are. Like if you take Aaron Rodgers off that team and someone else that court, like a, they're oh, they're terrible. Right? They're terrible. So you think about that. You put like, I don't know, just some mediocre quarterback there. They're they're horrible. Just that's what I'm that. saying. I mean, that's I like so everyone's thinking in the head, and it's got a good point. I mean, Rogers won back back MVPs. We all know who he is, but sometimes you no just way he's just that's what everyone's thinking, though. I know for a fact everyone's like, oh, they're they're gonna come back, they're gonna be it's like oh, I don't think they are. I think they might they might suck and it's kind of nice, kind of nice to say that, everybody. Yeah, the Green Bay it Packers is. are not good at football. Yeah, but I, I also at the same time, like if you're a Packers fan, like 
I feel like the easy thing is, is like, let's just get a wide receiver, which is, I'm sure they won't do. Gotcha. But like, don't you just they want them to them. like, go get like, uh, right. I mean, there's some rumors of They're some guys in the though. trade block. That. No, I know, but that's just crazy. It's crazy which too. is fine. Which is fine. We have, we're but not upset about great. the Packers being bad. Not upset. Be horrible to just blow that whole thing up. But another thing too, they have the bills on Sunday now, right? Sunday night, Oof. which is right at the whole, everyone think of that. Like Packers where we've, been playing they're shitty they saw in buffalo it's in buffalo just like right horrible Jesus. sunday night gonna be cold i bet watch what if, if the packers win that everyone jumps right back on the packers like it's still rogers they could still do this this seems fine right it's just crazy what one game could do with that what's the how, how much are the bills favored by 11 and a half right double digit yeah wow aaron Rodgers. But it's just weird because everyone, like, you know. I might take the Packers, Packers plus 11 and a half, I though. think I might, too. I think I might, too. But, you know. It's so many points for Aaron Rodgers. If the Packers win that game, then. Do you think Aaron Rodgers has ever been 11 and a half point dog in his no. life? That's crazy. Wow. Wow. I wonder, he, I wonder what he said on uh, McAfee, that show today. I didn't get a chance to catch that. So oh, I I saw, see, it looks so bad now when you're doing the, these podcast or, like, these interviews every week. Cause he's so used to winning every game and everything. So now it's like, watch him not win a game the rest of the year. Like, what are you going to say on that show? I'll be like, yeah, season's in the shitter. Nice to see you guys again. I have no oh, idea what's so going I think on with the this quote team. From the, the quote, he, this must be from McAfee today. He said, Packers are making too many mistakes and the guys that make too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. Yeah, it's best. That's the quote from all these mental mistakes. Suggest cutting reps for struggling players. <laughs> uh, that's just a quick run through the news. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, you know, he definitely, it's not a good look for him to go on there and bash his teammates. So that's another great Aaron Rodgers move. So uh, keep it together there in Green Bay. Looks Looking good, guys. Looking real. Screw Green Bay. Sick of them. Sick of them. Oh, sick of them, man. God, Rodgers gets all this publicity. Well, hey, they better, they better, good. Suck, dude. They better watch um, out for them, them bears behind them too. Yeah. They tied uh, the bears, right? Yeah. Three and four, both three and four. Uh, let's, let's run into the, the, the other side of this is everybody's kind of like pairing these two together with Rogers right. and Brady. Uh, but Panthers 21 bucks, three uh, kind of the story in the NFL. Like I said, is Rogers and Brady both looking pretty bad, but at the same time, I should say their teams are looking bad. They aren't necessarily looking that bad. Brady again, looked fine, I guess. Um, I think again the Bucks just the Bucks aren't that good of a team. I think you find yourself looking at a, a team similar to the Packers, where exactly. the defense is supposed to be better than they are, and they're just not that great. Um, you know, and and that's like the difference between, I guess, these really explosive offenses is you just you aren't seeing that out of these these two teams, and we're so accustomed to seeing Brady and Rodgers just like fire the ball around, you know, and 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 score all these touchdowns and. You have Brady throwing for 290 yards, no picks, no touchdowns, you know, 49 attempts. Um, and it just feels like they they should be better. But uh, I heard somebody mention that they don't have somebody that can, like, he likes throwing to the middle of the field. And I feel like Chris Godwin kind of can be that guy. But, like, you know, he had Antonio Brown for a while. He had guys like Wes Welker and Julian Edelman, like those kind of oh, like yeah. middle of the field guys. And probably doesn't really feel like he has that anymore. So, And it's annoying uh, to give – Brady, all this, like he needs someone there. Like, dude, you've won seven Super Bowls. Shut up. You don't need anything. You should have just retired and you should be done playing football. Like, just get to the point. 
Like you can't, you get divorced now. You just screw up your family. Like don't be given excuses. Like this guy needs any, like he needs Odell or he needs seven other dudes to jump up and catch a football for him. Like Tom, you you've done enough, man. You can take a deep breath here, but okay. Jumping into this point. Like I just said here with the Packers, they're a bad team. People just aren't afraid. Like people got to say that but the bucks are a bad team. That division is dog shit is worse. And they're probably still going to make the playoffs, which is horrible. Crazy to think like, if there was the Cowboys in this division, like I don't think the Buccaneers are making the playoffs. No. Which is crazy. And they probably will. So or that's the why Giants. You, the, yeah. If the Bucket Buccaneers have so much leeway right now, just because what's going on in that division, and I'm like, if the Packers and the Bucs are in the same division. No one just wants to say it. They're bad football teams, but that division that the Bucs are in are so bad. And they're gonna I don't know. They might they could go five hundred and they're probably still gonna win this division. Easily. They go and nine and eight. Make a wild card team. And like we've said in the last episode, like you play Brady in that first round, you're probably going to be shitting your pants a little bit because it's Tom Brady. But yeah, it's not that great of a fault. It's not the Bucks we've seen in the last two years. So no, and I think a lot of like you That's know, what some makes people are tossing the blame. It's so funny because it's like everybody looks to like go, you know, put the blame on somebody else. You know, people are talking about Todd Bowles. Um, they're talking about left, which is like play calling. Um, I don't know. I mean, Brady's, you know, thrown eight touchdowns, only one pick. Rodgers has thrown th- 11 touchdowns, three picks. Like, they aren't having bad numbers. Um, but I just – I think there's so many issues in on both these teams besides the QB. And and like you said, the Bucks still have a really good chance to make the playoffs. And so if they can turn it around and – you know, you, you saw stints from other teams last year too. Like, you go look at the Rams and the Bengals. Like, both of them last year had parts of their season where they didn't look dominant the whole time and, and they weren't killing teams, but it's all about getting hot at the right time. And like, like you said, like nobody wants to play Brady in the playoffs. Um, no. Now there's probably teams that you right now, realistically, like you'd probably rather see Brady and the bucks in the playoff right now than you would see the Eagles or the Cowboys, but uh, it's still Brady in the playoffs. Um and it's still Aaron Rodgers, so it'll be it'll be interesting to follow. I think the I think the Packers are pretty close to being dead though, um, for their playoff hopes this year. I think it's crazy. With, Imagine with, if, like, with somehow... the Giants and the Cowboys having really good records behind the Eagles. Like, yeah, I guess the yeah, Packers could that. scrap out to to make the the last wild card spot. But um, like you said, they got the Bills. They don't have an easy schedule. They have to play the Vikings again. Um, it's set. Wait, seven teams from each conference make it right. Seven yeah. or eight. Seven. Okay. Yeah, four divi- four division winners and three wild cards. Yeah. Right. God, Tampa Bay three and four. They're the four seed right now. A loony is that? Let's see. Well, moving to another team that is looking right God. into the playoffs is the Giants. Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah. Now we get to talk about the New York Giants. They beat the Jags twenty three seventeen. Um. Well, and I got to sneeze here if you want to keep talking, Joe. Oh, yeah, I got you. Well, I'll jump on this, too, because Vegas wanted you to take Jacksonville uh, with the plus three or minus three on Jacksonville in this game. I was was correct here. I was going head-on-head against Vegas this week. So I took the Giants, and they ended up winning 23-17, which moved them to six and one. Um, And Jacksonville goes to two and five, which is good old Jacksonville. But, yeah, the Giants, um, we all know how big of a Jets fan I am, J-E-T-S all the way. Uh, the Giants are good. Uh, you got to say it, the Giants are good. Uh, Daniel Jones is probably going to play himself into a contract with the way he's playing right now. Not doing anything crazy, but he's getting the job done. And Brian Dable is coaching his ass off for this team right now, too. So it's 
it's crazy to see, um, especially just awesome to see the state of New York playing well in football, which is great to see and brings in so much publicity around the country. And we know what Saquon with 24 carries, 110 yards, dude's just a workhorse, Monster. just a beast this year. Um, it's just, we've said this too on how awesome it is to seem healthy and just how flashy and electric that guy can be. Uh, Darius Slayton, three catches, 58 yards and a tutty. But yeah, Giants, man, six it's and one. It's crazy though. And, and to jump in here, it is wild that there that wide receiver room is six and one. Like yeah, it's so funny to me that. because you're talking about good coaching. You're talking about having good quarterbacks and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and you're complaining about wide receivers and people are complaining about this and that. And then you have Daniel Jones at quarterback with no wide receivers, with Darius nope. Slayton, Wandale Robinson. You got Kenny Galladay just eating cap and not even playing. You got Sterling Shepard out for the season. Like it, it's just crazy that Dayball's like. And I and I give so much credit to Dable there because it's like you look at this often, it's like it has to be something with play calling and coaching, right? I mean, Daniel Jones is doing enough and he's mobile enough to like to make up for some of his lack of like, you know, pure like passing ability, but like he's also not making a ton of mistakes. Like he's not turning Correct. the ball over, right? You know who I think the Giants are the same exact team as? Who? Tennessee Titans. I feel like what we just said about the Tennessee Titans is kind of similar to the Giants. Vrabel, beast at coaching. Dable, awesome at co- like they like Tennessee's not got a wide receiver right now. Giants don't have a wide receiver. They both have unbelievable running backs. Their quarterbacks are both just standard white dudes. It feels like just like kind of getting yeah, it down. I, there, right? Are you kind of seeing that similarity uh, of like 100%. that's just all it is to kind of win a football game right now with that team? Is just you get a stud running back. You just run the ball down the field. Maybe you don't. They don't have wide receivers. It's crazy. Thing. But I think it's time to talk about how like how much of Daniel Jones's running ability is actually like he ran for 107 yards in a touchdown. Like he had 11 carries for 107 yards. Like that, that yeah, is he can crazy. Move. And he got That's, tackled I mean, on a run where he could have took it to the house. Like, I know he got tripped up on a highlight. He would have took that to the house, but he can move. But that's what I'm he saying. I think is that's what changes that offense. Like in what you said, I love the comparison to the Titans. Cause I think they're just like, like a really gritty group of guys and they just like find ways to win games. But I think the difference between, you know, Tennessee being like having a record like New York is, is, is Daniel Jones. Like, I really think it's time for people to start talking about Daniel Jones is yeah. He isn't the type of court. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? He's not going to throw for these crazy amounts of yards, but going 19 for 30, 202 yards and a touchdown with no picks and an 87 QBR and running for 107 yards and a touchdown. Like, to me, that, that that sounds like a great stat line. You know what I mean? Like, like you're talking about other like mobile quarterbacks in the NFL, but like that sounds like some of the stat lines we've heard from Lamar Jackson in the past, right? You know, like that's what I think like Chicago hopes Justin Fields can be, you know, and like he's not making mistakes. Like he has no fumbles. He's he's not, you know, I think he took one sack. Like it, it's it's crazy. And and the Giants are just a well ran team like you said and 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 Thibodeau has been playing better as of late putting some some pressure on the quarterback um I don't know uh, it's, yeah it's, it's good impressive. to see Thibodeau too that's a good point you said that to just like whatever top 10 pick he was to see him coming breaking out of his shell a little bit and playing to the way he can but yeah I'm so excited to see how the season just turns up and see where teams fall and how like the playoffs I feel like are it would the way the standings are right now like if that's how the playoffs went it would be one of the like most memorable playoffs I feel like in a long time because I'm just so excited because I hate the people 
that just want that typical like Rogers, Brady, just the people that you think are going to get in there. And I mean, it's good mm-hmm. to see when you have the top players, but it's fun sometimes getting those like Daniel Jones, Geno Smith's just the people that aren't expected to get in there. And you're seeing those guys go against each other to win a championship. It's just, that's what sports is all about. And that's why I absolutely love it. And with NFL, it's any given Sunday, you never know what's going to happen. So I just love it. Love oh, it. I absolutely agree. But I think like, it's it's pretty wild to to look at the rest of the schedule for the Giants too, and and be like thinking about this team could like be like eleven and six. You know what I mean? Like this, like like maybe even better than eleven and six. That's probably downplaying them. But like you know, they got the Seahawks, Texans, Lions, and then they play the Commanders twice and the Colts. Like they do have they the Vikes. Eagles twice. They have the Cowboys and the Vikes. Like those are all going to be tough games. But they got Colts, Commanders twice. Lions, Texans, Seahawks, like all those are very winnable games. I think the Seahawks game is going to be an awesome game this weekend. Um, like, I'm curious. That's going to be a good see. game. That's going to yeah. be a matchup. I want to actually jump into that right now. Let's see here. So, Giants, Seahawks, it's at three right Seahawks now. Seahawks minus three. That's... Wow. Giants are dogs again. The disrespect for the Giants right them. now out of Vegas is pretty crazy. I know. 45 why do i like the the over on that one too for some reason well it's because it's just weird football yeah just weird football teams playing each other i just want chaos so six yeah it'll be interesting like you know we said this i feel like we keep running the same script back of it'll be interesting to see what this team does but like truly (laughs) we keep saying this and it's eventually it's gonna be like week 16 and the giants are gonna have like two losses or something it's hard looking back on this like like you said, we're so used to having Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers and these just like same old teams. It's like it's so interesting to see the Seahawks be like in consideration and the Giants and the Jets and like you know it's it's it's, fun. it's just fun. It's love just seeing fun. the state in New York. Yeah, well, we love football. It. We love it. And let, let's move to the next uh, team, and I'll let you take this away. Jets sixteen, Broncos nine. Jets baby, five and two are hot. Team is hot. All right, let me just jump on this too. I did promise last week that I had to get a Sauce Gardner, Sauce Gardner jersey if they won. Going to have to order that this week because dude's a dog. Um, let's jump on the offensive ball. So Zach Wilson, 16 for 26, 121. I'll say it, he doesn't look that great. Like he's not playing that well. Um, but his his O-line's not helping him, out, helping him out at some points too. It looks like he's kind of getting a little chaotic and running around the field. Some sad news, Elijah Vera Tucker goes down. He was out for the season. He blew up his leg. So that was sad to see. So, but we've and seen this in the past. But yeah, I'll, I'm getting into that too, which is very disappointing. That that was just brutal. But with Zach Wilson, 16 for 26, 121. Once again, like I've told you, no picks, but no touchdowns. So it's just like I, they're getting the job done. The defense is playing the lights out. That's how we're winning mm-hmm. games right now, is because of this defense. Um, but I think just with that offensive line, if that we can kind of get that shaped up a little bit and kind of just give Wilson some more times. Cause I've seen, I think there was five times I was watching this game that he ran like 30 yards out of the pocket behind the field, did a little scramble and then chucked out of bounds. I was like, we can't be doing that. Like playing the Broncos, we're kind of getting lucky with this, but yeah, that's just one thing I took away from Zach Wilson, but also no picks. That's what I said at the beginning of the year. Don't throw picks Zach Wilson. He's not throwing them. No touchdowns, but no picks. I'll take that. Um, Russian game, Brees Hall. Four carry, 72 yards, one TD, and a blown up leg, which is very sad to see because he was on pace, we we think, for rookie of the year, just the way he was playing. was so electric. Had a tutty in this game right after get bat. Was jumping up and down, 62 yards for that um, to open in the game. So thought we were going to steamroll him as we saw that happen. And then 
as the game goes on, he gets hurt, and it's just brutal to see Brees Hall go down like that with their offense, the way he was playing and everything was rolling and clicking on that offense. It's just horrible to see, but he'll bounce back next year, and he's going to be great, have a great career at the Jets, for we know. And uh, receiving yards was just two catches, 45 yards for Michael Carter leading the day, trying to get those. I know Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis involved, and we all know the controversy Elijah Moore's had with this team and was in, actually out of the game. Solid didn't even play him because all the travel, shit he was right? putting up with. So didn't even play in that. Um, and the yeah, game after this, so obviously 69 win, and then we get a trade for James Robinson to take over that Brees Hall spot. So I think that's good. I just like, even if it doesn't, I doesn't work. Let's say James Robinson sucks and we end up going Michael Carter. I'm so happy that Joe Douglas just went out and was like, you know what? We're five and two. We're not the same old Jets anymore. Let's go trade for a running back and let's compete and let's make the damn playoffs. That's what I love to see. So just getting hungry and getting aggressive with those trade market. I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, the defense, man, nine points looked awesome. Again, Quentin Williams is a dog. CJ Mosley's dog. Sauce Gardner's keeps playing his way in a top 10 cornerback in the league. So got to get that Jersey. Um, I'm pumped with the jets five and two big week coming up against the Patriots at home. Also throwing Massive debuting game. Debuting their black helmets for the first time. It's going to be electric. Back at MetLife, noon game, CBS. Screw the Patriots. Jets are rolling. Defense looks good. Like I said, Wilson, let's just keep you calm in that pocket. Make some throws. I don't want you getting hurt because every time you run out of the pocket, I think you're going to get your leg blown up. But, yeah, man, defense is looking good. Defense wins championships. Brees Hall, I'm going to miss you, but you'll be back. JTS, man. Come on. Let's keep this ball going. Four freaking four straight wins. You know it. State of New York's buzzing. I feel good. I'm getting the jersey. Come on. We're going to beat the Pats. Zappy hour, pfft, nothing. Well, that's Let's what go. I was going to – my next question to you is going to be, do you feel – so knowing that Bill Belichick is the coach, do you feel better about the Pats looking terrible or worse thinking that they're going to have a good comeback game? Or do you think they're just – they're in a bad spot right now? Okay. So obviously you know the history of the Jets, Patriots. Patriots kill us. Like Bill Belichick owns the Jets. Um, spread right now is one and a half Patriots, but I mean, the way we saw the Patriots, yeah, with, they, they had go zappy hour and he had those two touchdowns and I thought they were going to run away with it, but bro, they got smoked by the bears. He looked bad. Taking, the second like, half. Zappy, like they got, they got killed by the bears at home Monday night. Jets don't Jets never do that one because they never get a play on Monday night. And <laughs> that's the only reason why, but, uh, kind of yeah. got out coached though. Yeah. I'm ex- I'm excited for this game, man. I think I'm, think of the jets again dude like these i don't know i just that patriots team is just not looking good in my opinion so no i agree that offense wasn't clicking the defense might scare that's what's gonna i think be a very crucial game i feel like you got to take the under on that game as well too because i think patriots d isn't that bad and if the way wilson's been playing in that pocket if you can just tighten that up like i said he can make those passes and get that run game going but Brees hall is gone if we can get james robinson get him that playbook and make him little flashy next week i think that's what's going to help us uh, it's gonna I, i'm thinking low scoring game i'm gonna go 17 14 jets that's what i'm Ooh, predicting i like here. it i like, I like it. A 17 14 jets win just because the way we're playing we're hot um and if we do lose it's because Brees hall's hurt we lost to tucker and that's my only excuse for that but i think i think we're gonna be bill belichick here and yeah screw the hour not happened not happened i was really pissed off watching that and i was like yep Typical New England Patriots. This guy starts balling out. I think it's another over the place. I'm like, here we go. I, when I saw that, I was like, they're going to kill the Jets. Like, just knowing this, they're going to kill the Jets. But then, boom, they lost. It was like 33-14. Next thing you know it. Like, I wasn't even, like, processing how many times the Bears were kicking the Patriots' ass. I'm like, they oh. are – like, this game's over. But you're just like, oh, 
I just kept thinking of the two touchdowns in my head that Zappy threw. I'm like, that's Zappy, but they lost. And now the Jets are going to take this team on. 17-14, MetLife, noon, count it. Let's Let's go. go. Let's go. That's my prediction. I'm feeling good. I need a beer. Holy smokes. You're fired up. good. We love it. We love it. We love Jets talk around here. Um, Joe's got that covered, so we'll move to the next game. I, uh, I don't know if I can even follow anything up there. That's but, good. Uh, Dad, root 17-14. But I, but I agree. I, I do agree with that. I do think that I, I think I like the Jets in that game. I think the Patriots look pretty bad in the second half, but it's just like if it was any other coach, I think I'd be, you know, it wouldn't be minus one and a half. But it's li- that is literally one and a half points in favor of Bill Belichick. That's You know what I mean? Like that is – that is not the page because the Patriots roster is still not that good. Their defense is like going to be probably solid, but um, just the yeah, way we've know. been talking to about how the season's gone, just the weird shit we've seen. I think this is the year, like this is the year we get to see solid beat Belichick at home. Jets are going to have a good time. Stadium's going to be rocking. People are going to be drunk. Sunday fun day at MetLife. Let's yeah, get Jets it going. got a little different swag than they normally they, do they for do. sure. Too. They got that young the energy. So mm. don't when you look at the schedule and you see the Jets, you that's not a win anymore. All right, you got no, you're shaking in your boots. The Jags shaking in your boots. The Jags are now a loss, but the Jets are no longer a loss. Oh, five and two. God, I love this team every week, man. I'm should I get a white or a green jersey? It's a thing. I got to probably green. I feel like right? green. Right, six the yeah. Jets. It's gonna be Jets, Come on, five and two. Let's, Let's get it going. Sauce. Patriots hey. done. It's going to be sweet. All right, All right moving to the next game. Let's get on. Yep. <laughs> we can sit here. We might have to, to branch off and do our own uh, Jets podcast for Joe. But, um, I got to move out there. Raiders right, 38, it. Texans 20. Um, this officially moved the Texans as the, the – I actually watched this game. Um, I don't know why I really watched a lot of it, but I ended up watching it. Yeah, I didn't it catch good. much of this. I just knew Josh Jacobs was Texans involved. moved into my my worst, worst team in the league. Um, They're the bottom of the – I think I, I, had it, I had it as the Steelers before. Um, Steelers are just a fraction above them, but but yeah, wow. I mean, the Texans looked they, they scored twenty points, but I don't think the Raiders' defense is that good. But they looked like they, I mean, they just Davis Mills is fine again, but I just feel like this organization is just so poorly ran. Yes. Like the Texans are nothing to cheer for ever. No, and that's I'm looking at the stat line right now, and like. If you just see the game leaders that came on their offensive side for the Houston Texans, a professional football team in the state of Texas that plays in the National Football League, and you see Davis Mills, Damian Pierce, and Jay Jay Atkins, mm. you might know who that is. Like I got Damian Pierce on my fantasy team, and Davis Mills, like we know who he is, but God, that would suck. That is yeah. a, that just sucks. And I think they're trying to tank because like they don't have anybody cool on that team. Like, I forgot J.J. Watt's not there. He's in Arizona. Traded D-Hop. They blew that whole thing up. Deshaun's crazy. He went to Cleveland. Like, there is – that is a very boring football team. And I'm glad you said they sucked. And then probably, yeah, they're, they're bad. That's full rebuild mode. And and, and like you said, and they you, have if you're nothing there. They, want, they right? sold you don't house. Be good. Yeah. No, no, no. This is exactly what you want. And um, you got to think that, like and, – and I've kind of been a, like a little bit of a Davis Mills defender here. I don't think he's that bad. I think he's a fine, like, backup quarterback. I don't think he's a starter in this league. Um, like, I think he does – like, you know what I mean? He's a guy that can come in and, like, your team's going to play fine if you have a good squad around him. But, like, you know, he's not going to probably win you games on his own. So, I'm guessing the Texans are going to be right. They're going to be looking at C.J. Stroud. Um you want to, man, if you're a Texan. And that's not like if you're CJ Stroud, who, yeah, whoever it is, 
Like I wouldn't mind, like I wouldn't, I'd rather go to Texans obviously in the Detroit or Jacksonville or some of these crappier teams that we've seen in the past. Like Houston, I feel like isn't that bad of a spot to land. Would you say like no income tax in Texas, it's Houston. It's not, it's one of the biggest cities in the country. I know. I mean, I if you're talking know, football you wise, offense. if you're, if you're seized, like talking statistically to go into that organization career, like who's the best player that's played for the Texans. Deshaun or D hop. I mean, JJ, Watt, right. like you just named them. Like besides Andre Johnson, guys, like it's yeah, but they, I mean, they Matt Schaub, I guess like they were decent then for a little bit, but like, they just have never been a team that's like, wow, like the Texans, you know what I mean? And they play in the South. Like they play in the AFC South. Like that shouldn't be that hard of a division to like get at. Really I mean, you have the division. Jags. Both the South year. suck. Yeah. Both the South suck. So uh, hopefully they can turn it around. I, I would love to see somebody else out of that division besides like the Colts or the Titans be like decent. So uh, Texans, like you said, they have a lot of uh, capital, draft capital, I think, moving forward. And they've got some – They're like, fine. Damian, They're Damian totally Pierce okay. is a, a young, yeah. fun running back, and he, he looks pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I, I have to imagine that Lovey Smith is just probably – filling in there for a bit like the, i don't see him long term being the texans head coach um that's what they did with the guy last year too it's like it's so confusing because they david cully whatever his name was and mm-hmm. they, he's literally just in there to coach a team for a year and no matter what happened he's getting fired so that's what i'm saying like i'm surprised they went in that direction if they think lovey smith's gonna be like the long-term guy and they're planning to rebuild around him that's very i feel like interesting unless it does work i mean i don't i don't know some things but i don't how long yeah, do you see him it, get you know the boot? I mean? it's like I, the way we've seen it with this, all these young offensive coordinators that have been coaching out of nowhere, it's probably they'll probably some hire a guy from Washington for all we know that's been in the system for three years. But I, don't, I just can't see it. like love. How old is Lovey Smith? Like seventy, old defensive minded. Like right. I, mean, I don't know. I th- he to me he just feels like a like. Hey, we brought him in there. Like he's gonna keep is us kind of that same situation, just kind of being like, yeah, but you can coach the team for a year. But no, I think it's just gonna be like a couple year. years. I think it's gonna be like he's the t- two to three window guy. Yeah, he's for in- sure. Okay, because I felt like it was like, oh, this is like if we're the if you're Texans fans, you're like, oh, Lovey Smith, like he's a veteran head coach. Like this will be a good look. Like he'll keep us like maybe relevant. But then you like look at the roster and you're like, there's no way this team's gonna be good, and they aren't. And so he's just like a like a like a good guy to keep around. Like he's okay. not going to be like a, I agree with urban you. Meyer. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to bring urban Meyer into your organization. Like the, uh, so I think Lovey Smith is just like a filler for now. And I think they're going to be, they're going to be looking elsewhere, probably for the next young guy, hopefully that they draft can, like they a can CJ land and, Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? But like, let him go into Lovey Smith for a year and then boom, Lovey gets the boot. And then they go into that fast offensive minded coach. I bet. I would. That's hundred percent. I think that would be what I would do if I was the the owner and GM down there. But but we'll see what happens with Levy Smith. Um, he's had some success in the NFL, but I just don't think he's got a lot down there to to work with. Uh, moving to the most exciting team besides the Jets in the NFL, possibly, arguably, is the Seattle Seahawks. Um, maybe not the most exciting, but definitely the Jets. Seahawks the most Super surprising. Um, Seahawks thirty-seven, Chargers twenty-three. Seahawks are above 500 in first place in the West. I feel like that's got to be the most shocking story. Like if you would have gone back and like before the season, like, Hey, the Seahawks are going to be four and three and in first place in the West, uh, at the year after the Rams won the Super Bowl, like 
what do you think? And well, I feel like everybody would be like, no, no chance. No. You know what I mean? Geno Smith? Uh-huh. Um, but I feel like the Raiders offense and the, the Seahawks offense are like very similar. Like right now they're just like really just like both the running backs are just dogs right now. You got Josh Jacobs for three touchdowns running for a hundred plus yards. Like Felix every week, Kenneth Walker ran for like 160 and looked awesome out of that backfield. And then you got Geno Smith, like every once in a while you look up and you're like, holy shit, like Geno Smith just made that throw. It was like an unbelievable back shoulder, like fit between like the safety and the cornerback, like just like incredible throws. Um, Seahawks are fun. And like you said, like, I feel like every week you're like expecting like points in that game. And again, they didn't disappoint. I took the over in this game and it hit pretty easily. So uh, Seahawks are exciting team. I, I think on the other side of that, the Chargers are they just seem to disappoint in some way every year, whether it's injuries or having a bunch of talent and just like not really winning. Um, I feel like it's at some point it's got to fall on Staley, right? Like good dude, exciting, like go for it guy. But like if Justin it's, Herbert is as good yeah. as everybody says he is, like Boom. we're wasting something there, right? You're, get, you're rolling right into that. Like what's going on, man? Like coming into the season, I thought Herbert, like this team could. This felt like Herbert's elite. breakout year, right? Yeah. Right. Like that's what everyone's kind of thinking. Maybe, and right, you put you said Staley could be kind of pointing some fingers at him, but maybe the way Herbert's played, I don't. It's weird. I think like it's I've a little bit it, of both. Like like I, yeah. I, the Chargers excite me. I do like just looking at him with the jerseys, the LA, the color, of the offense guys. Like this team should be better than four and three, in my opinion. Dude, they got a ton of talent. Like Derwin James, so much guys. Their side. defense like, is good. I mean, yeah. JC Jackson just gets hurt, but Derwin James, Bosa, Khalil Mack, like this team could be undefeated for all, like. This team should be very good. Feels like just, it. Yeah. I like, think everybody on, at the beginning of the year was like, wow, this Seahawks. Chargers team could really compete with the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs lose Tyreek Hill. Like, the Chargers, this could be their, their yeah. year for the division. And all of a sudden, you're looking and you're like, like, the Chargers better watch their back. Because, like, honestly, with the Raiders schedule coming up, like, the Raiders could Another be right on their point. tail. Like, I don't I don't hate the Raiders. I think they've had some, some unfortunate luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think there's some real worry in, in L.A. with the Chargers. Uh all you know like all 15 of their fans are probably upset um but you know they have nobody going to their games there's not a ton of excitement i feel around la football with the rams or the chargers that's what sucks but, too they got nothing no one like fans yeah there's just not a lot of excitement there the history and passion obviously um but anyway jumping on that cx point dude next week that you said it before that game of the week's gonna be giant seahawks like that's gonna right? be fun i'm and you That's, got me that up might like be last, week, last week and you text me, Seattle, man, like what's going on? I think I'm jumping on with you with the Seahawks team. Like I'm a geographical kind of whore. Like I Seattle, that kind of like Northwest, give it to me. They got oh some, yeah. Give me that looks sick. Pacific Northwest. You know what's yeah, up. I'll take you that. You're out there. It's good. I'll, like, is it in, is it in New York or Seattle? Huh? Yeah. In New York. It's in Seattle. 325. I think that's the game of the week, right? Oof. Let's that's see. It's going to be a well, 49ers Rams. So you have the 325. Oh, that's, well, that's, that's good. We finally have two good three o'clock games. Yeah. And they got Titans Texans and then commanders Colts. So yeah. So only NFL two close, good games. We got two good games. <laughs> two good games. The worst four They're both at like the same time. Yeah. So uh, uh, I guarantee Fox is going to do that Rams 49ers game. That's the one I'll probably be able to watch. And then we'll get the giants. And see red zone on, on red it, zone, yeah. But damn, that's going to be exciting, dude. Good for Geno Smith too. I just, another point on that, like, how long has that guy been in the league? Like ninth season, I think. How when does this like how does this even happen? Yeah, like, when oh, does it, it was, nine years you just go, you know what? I'm gonna ball out. 
and it just clicks like that. Like, well, where it's funny the other eight were, years where you like, I couldn't oh, do that, know, but now dude. you're just. Well, one of you on his third team. Who's yeah, he been he for the Jets? He's been on the Jets. <laughs> he was on the Jets, but he was Jets, he was somewhere Jets else drafted too. Him, for Christ's sake! So, yeah, but did he go that. somewhere else, or has he been the yeah, Jets Giants too? Giants, that's right. I yeah, just I don't mean, get it. This just the way that the system works, and maybe his day to day life in Seattle and the positive vibe. I, it's just weird to see how nine. But the years thing was, like, oh, is the talent was. You know there. what? I'm you gonna ball out this year. It is. It is random that it shows up now. It feels like, but like. He was drafted like he was drafted at what the first or second round? Right? Second round, I remember that. He's thirty-two yeah. years old. He's played so, for the Jets, Giants, Chargers. Chargers, that's right. Back up there. Yeah, and he's second round the, pick. He sued the doctors in LA, remember? No, that, like, was, that was Tyrod. Oh, that was Tyrod. He got that's stabbed right. in the heart or something. Yeah. And that's what started Herbert's career. <laughs> uh Tyrod Taylor's always got stabbed or something. That dude any time I've said this before. If you're Tyrod's backup, you're going to skyrocket in the NFL. <laughs> Whoever it is, hey, dude, play. it was someone else. It was, I think, Daniel J- – no. Who did he play for? I know that he was – it was somewhere else. Hold on. He, uh, didn't he play in – He played somewhere else, and then someone got the job. What think Baker, he? the Browns. Yeah, skyrocketed. Wasn't it that one bad game? Like, he was playing, they took him out, and that's when Baker came in at half, and they – the Browns won the first game they've won in the last like two years. Uh, he played in Baltimore, Buffalo, Cleveland, LA, Houston, Giants. That's Tyrod. So yeah, I mean Cleveland. I guess he played Davis Mills four games. He was on the Texans. Davis Mills took his spot. The Lamar Jackson. Yeah. When did Josh Allen? Buffalo. No, he there. He was a Pro Bowler in Buffalo. Wow. That's crazy. He threw 20 touchdowns one year, six interceptions. What did he win the Super Bowl with? Not Super Bowl, Pro Bowl. No, Super Bowl champion. Oh, damn, really? What did he win the Ravens backup? Must have been. Yeah, behind Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. See, Tyler Taylor. He's that's that's for sure. Uh, all right, moving on. Well, let's let's get let's give the the Seahawks Giants a little more hype, and then it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick. And oh, then yeah. next game we had Chiefs 44, 49ers twenty three. Um, Screw you, Vegas. That was crazy. Uh, like I said, I think the Chiefs like I think it ended up being like minus one around the start of the game because um, McCaffrey. I didn't think that's what's. I ended up too. taking Chiefs know. minus one it, on. And McCaffrey flies on a plane two days before, and then he's starting yeah. in the lineup for the Niners for Christ's sake, which is crazy. He played a so good amount of snaps like, too, but it really wasn't the 49ers offense. Like the offense was fine. 23 points is, is good. Um, our Garoppolo through that pick that like, I felt like really shifted the game. Um, in yeah, the he went zone. 25 for 37, 303 and two tutties in a pick. And well, yeah, like I said, I feel like it was a, like a mistiming by Garoppolo. Like he just threw that pick at like a terrible time, but, uh, uh, Mahomes, what they he threw a pick in the first drive, and then all of a sudden, like the 49ers are up like 10 0, and you're like, Holy cow, what's going on? And then Mahomes goes like touchdown, touchdown, scores a touchdown, gets a called back because of a penalty, missed field goal, going to half, and they go like touchdown, 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 and then they put like Chad Henney in. And like Rock Purdy came in too for the Niners. Shout out, I was sick. Uh, first Mr. Irrelevant to complete a pass, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's last last guy drafted in the 
Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. Maybe we throw that in there. No, it's not going to happen. But um, what I was going to say, my key takeaway from this, the Chiefs game is what if the Chiefs keep utilizing Juju Smith the way that he's been utilized in the last two games? And MVS. And I dropped Juju literally two weeks ago. And then these last two weeks, he's dominated. So, kind of Dude, I started him last one. week. What are you doing dropping him? He's still the wide receiver one in Kansas City. I told you the sticky meatballs. I'm currently now three and four. I lost 114.96 to 114.2 last night. Something crazy. I lost because the damn Patriots couldn't get five points. Screw you, Belichick. But um, fantasy sucks. I'm in a league. I have I have the most points scored in the league by like 200 plus points, and I'm like four and three. That's tough. That sucks. I hate that feeling. My team's disgusting, and I have Bruce Hall, which sucks, but. Yeah, but I got AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, and D Hop. So it's like I can't start Juju, right? That's fair with D Hop back. Yeah. Yeah, because I got an eight man league. So Should have just... traded him though. Oh, eight man <laughs> league. It's just crazy. I got Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce. Just, they're all on my bench. I, I have Kenneth Walker. Yeah, but we're in a twelve team league, and I have Lamar, Saquon, Brees, Justin Jefferson, Juju, um, Bateman, Drake London, Mark Andrews, Kenneth Walker, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, my team's sick. Yeah, but. so like I was saying with this red receiving core, good point on Val the scan, like three catches, 111 yards. And then you know what Kelsey's going to do every week. He's going to get like seven touchdowns. And then Juju with seven catches, 124. If you could do that, like that's a scary that's, – that's damn scary. McCup, Hardman got a touchdown. He had a receiving one and a rushing one too. So He had, three, he had two r- r- rushing touchdowns, didn't he? Yeah, looking at it. Yeah, that's yeah, what – Mahomes 423 yards like that's freaky so I think it's a combination too of Mahomes being so electric as a quarterback that like you have to respect him right obviously and then Andy Reid taking advantage of that with play calling and just like really really being able to expose defenses and just like like the 49ers defense was the best in the NFL and still might be the best in the NFL but like the Chiefs offense looked incredible um and it's just the typical Chiefs that you were used to seeing I was like oh my god I don't know if you've seen this stat flying around, but Nick Wright has been promoting it like everywhere because he's like the biggest Mahomes fan ever. But Mahomes like career winning percentage is like 79%. And then uh, Rogers career winning percentage is like, you see that Rogers or Brady is somewhere like right around 74%. And then Mahomes career winning percentage when down by 10 or more points is 71%. So his, his what? record. Yeah. He wins seventy one percent of the games that he's down by ten or more points. How crazy! That's is that? why they were. That's why it was. Uh, wait, did they win that Raiders game? They yes. won that one, right? Yes, yeah, that was the Monday night game. Or exactly, yeah. that point he plays. He's that's unbelievable. Weird, that's he, a doesn't crazy matter. Like, stat. It's it's and it's funny because I, I love listening to Nick Wright because he's crazy. He's a huge LeBron fan and a huge Mahomes fan, so I like can get on board with both of those because like I'm <laughs> big supporters of both of those. Um, but it's just crazy to me that like, like he he always makes the joke that like, you you don't want to be down to Patrick Mahomes, but maybe you don't want to be up by ten or more points on Mahomes either. You know, sure. Because <laughs> like either way, you you've got a seventy plus percent chance to lose. So, um, Mahomes does it again. He's just incredible. Um, I think he should. I hope he win. Uh, hopefully, him or Michael Parsons wins the MVP this year. Um, that's just my thoughts on it. I, I've never, I don't, I don't know. Josh, Josh Allen could win it, but like, 
I'm kind of more of a Mahomes fan, and I, I love what Mahomes. I think Mahomes doing. wins it this year. He's got we've, he's we've first in passing bunch. yards, first in touchdowns. He's only thrown five picks. Like he he's he's, 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 he's a monster. Year. He's a monster, um, and he does it, and he's doing it without Tyreek. Um, so you don't need him. No, everybody said he did, but you know, I mean, they're, they're it's funny because they're they're taking advantage and, and throwing the ball to Juju and MVS more, and like instead of just like only throwing it to Kelsey, and I feel like it's really opening up their offense. And now they're like defenses are really not sure like what do we do here, you know? But um, yeah, Chiefs Chiefs I think will be in the Super Bowl. I, I think they'll beat yep. the Bills in the playoffs. They're win the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, moving the next game, we've got these last two, which I thought were both going to be stinkers, but the Bears game actually turned out to be fun. But first, the Steelers 10, Dolphins 16. Uh, I will admit I didn't even watch this game. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> that's good. That's like, like Usually when you're watching the NFL season, like you can usually tune in to at least some of the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's a Sunday night game, yeah. you usually can watch like the first couple of quarters and then maybe pass out, but... It's good to be honest and say that you didn't watch any of it. No, like, I can't Haley, remember the last time Haley I just, just never watched, even No, we didn't even, didn't even turn it on. Um, watched <laughs> football crazy. all day, got to that point, and I was just kind of like, no, wow. I had I had no interest in this. I, I, and it honestly, like, I wouldn't watch back and watch highlights because I wasn't, like, just not going to watch any of the game. You know, like, I watched the 20-minute the breakdown of of the plays and the, the big plays or whatever, and, like, it kind of went exactly how I thought it would. Like, just, like kind of just bleh two of throws like four picks that drops somehow i don't know if you saw that but like the steelers yeah. just like seemed to like he throws an uncatchable ball sometimes to the defense it looks like um pickett actually throws three picks like it, it sucks dude it just was he's just got no help it's just a crappy team right now so i can't really blame him dude Najee sucks and i don't even want to get started Najee's on Najee because i traded for him in so many fantasy football leagues and he just has been killing i didn't like him in fantasy drafts and then jumping on the point too with the dolphins people it's like you beat the steelers 16 10 and i'm seeing all these reports like oh dolphins are back they only needed two i'm not i don't believe in the dolphins i'll say that yeah i don't know what your opinion is on them i just don't think the Dolphins are back. I think two is probably going to get his head blown off again sometime. Like, I don't fully think he's back to being healthy. And that one hit away could probably knock him out for the rest of the year. So, I, I mean, you know. beat the, the Steelers 16-10. Obviously, it's a different offense when he's out there compared to Teddy. And, yeah, I mean, they got Stanley the Lions, Thompson. Bears, Browns. But I just – I don't know. I Jerseys think- are sick. I just – I can't believe – I'm just not in on the Dolphins. I th- I think they're fine. Like I, I they're not like a playoff team in my eyes, especially with how well the Jets are playing. Um, yeah, say that. The Dolphins are, like they have a negative eighteen point differential, and I know they've missed Tua and they got stomped by the Jets. Like, and they beat the Bills, they beat the Ravens, they beat the Patriots. Like they started out three and zero, but like if Tua looks the way he did against the Steelers, and I know it's his first game back, so we probably got to give him a break. And they play the Lions next week, which is like. You know, and like you said, they play Lions, Bears, Browns, Texans. Like, those are four of the, the, the bottom tier teams in the league. Like, they could be sitting pretty after those games, but, like, then they go, like, 49ers, Chargers, Bills, Packers, Patriots, Jets again. So, it's like, yeah, they're going to get over that hump, and then it's, like, nobody really is super excited. Like, the Dolphins' offense is exciting. Don't get me wrong with Waddle and Tyreek, like, whipping the ball around. Like, Raheem Mostert at, like, age, like, 31 looks awesome. Sure. Um but yeah, you're right. Like I, I don't think they're a great team. I don't, I don't think they're know, a man. playoff team. Maybe they sneak into the wild card, but they, 
they don't feel like they're going to do anything. Like Tua doesn't like, especially with him coming back from an injury. Like he doesn't seem like, oh, like I'm going to count on Tua to win these games for us. So, um, but you never know with those two wide receivers, right? That's true. That's true. Good point with Waddle and Tyreek, and you have the very with our previous episodes had a lot more information on teams, kind of more some insight. A lot of these things are kind of just coming to my eye test. And like I said, I like the jerseys. Miami's Miami's okay. Kind of been there once. South Beach is cool. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I mean, they beat that freaking Pittsburgh Steelers, a bunch of scrubs, 1610. Um, and good point. Waddle, Steelers have looked better recently too, though. I will give them that. Like they're still a Mike Tomlin ran team. Like, you know, they're going to be tough. You know, they're going to like fight in games, but you know, they beat the box, but. What was the spread on this one? I think it was like seven, maybe six. The Pittsburgh cover. It was. It moved around a little bit. I saw it at seven and a half, and then I think it game time was six and a half. So I think the Steelers did cover. Yes, it was seven. What I'm looking on ESPN. Okay. The line. I don't know if that changed or not. Over under yeah. was forty four and a half. Uh, yeah, we'll see how the Dolphins play. Great jerseys. Yeah, Great jerseys. they. Uh, be... That one dude, Larry. It's Shindu good to stuff. see Tua back out there, though. Yeah, it will say. It I but it also like didn't look like hurt, he played any like different. Like he was just running around with his head depressing. cut off again. Exactly. And I just don't like seeing backups play, so it's good to see Tua. Um, one thing, too, that Larry Chinuska guy, the dude that was on the Dolphins that went like 17-0, he's like an O-line. He just loves bringing up that they went 17-0. Like, they mm-hmm. just kept bringing that up. I know that's like the 50, 50th anniversary of the Dolphins. I think there's been a 50-year anniversary. Like he's very big though. on Twitter about letting everyone know that the Dolphins would accept. Yeah, okay. Dude, they went 14-0. They only played uh-huh. 14 games. Yeah. They went dude. 14 and all. Shut up, Larry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm still sick of it, dude. It's like, oh, my oh, God. I feel you. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, moving to, to last night's game, Bears 33, Pats 14. Bears looked good? Question mark? Fields looked dude, it's... really good, or did Fields just look better than what we're used to seeing him? Yeah. I just I mean, think the bar 12, is so low 13 for, him. for 21, 179, a tutty and a pick. I mean, that's not crazy. And... Dude, and he threw some balls, like some screen passes. He got crushed passes. too. That's one. That's the take some takeaways I get. Like that dude gets he 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 hates the Bears. Like I don't think he likes playing there. He gets getting rocked every game for Christ's sake. And I'm like, this guy's gonna get killed out there. And he, it's dude, just, he deserves more credit because the Bears suck, dude. They and do. Like, he, he's I don't. He will not end his career with the um Chicago Bears and neither will Jack Hughes crazy. with the New Jersey Devils. I was watching that. He was on highlight too. I'm like, you're you're not gonna live your whole life in New Jersey. I'll tell you that. And Justin Fields is gonna play for like the the Dolphins. I don't know. I hope um, dude and 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 he's someone like and you watch him play last night and like his just like he ran 14 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown and just like and just like he did the other, like the last game we saw him play, like too. I feel like I've been watching like way too much Bears football recently. But they've um, had so many primetime games. Them and the Broncos, like get this, get off of the TV. Well, they had primetime back to back games for the Bears, I think, right? And then they played the Vikings also the week before. So I feel like we've been watching so much Bears. And like that's right, we've seen them three weeks in a row. Fields has looked like steadily improving. Like I, like everybody's like is that is that because we've been watching them though? Last night, what? Is that because we've been watching him play for the last three weeks and we've really had like he's had to play very poorly in order for us to not I can see what you're saying. I mean, we've seen him he, in three weeks and Yes, but at the same time, like you gotta be like they won 33-14 against what was supposed to be like a good Patriots defense in Fox or in yeah, in Fox, Fox World, or like, Foggy Night, Monday night. You know what I mean? Four like, points on a fantasy. I freaking hate the Patriots, dude. 
he he did like enough to win him like you know what i mean and like yeah he didn't play spectacular and their defense like picked off zappy twice and mac jones once and zappy fumbled the ball and like we can get to the patriots next but i don't know like like the bar is so low for the bears like nobody thought the bears would win be three and four to start the year like they beat the 49ers week one and they've just been like grinding out wins and like i don't know i just feel like like a two two games under 500 type team like a seven and Seven and nine type of team, I feel like could strike that. I think but. that's. I think that would be exciting for him as if you're Bears fans. But I just think that like you go at the beginning of the year and he's completing like six to seven passes a game, and now all of a sudden like he's looking like pretty decent in stints and like he's getting them out to leads. Like he's making some passes, and then some. There's still sometimes where you're like, holy shit, like that was a terrible pass. Like I watched him throw some screen passes that like not even close to a spiral, like a knuckleball. It's like a 10 yard pass. It looks like he just like almost like yipped it over there. So there's definitely still room for improvement, but I feel like he, like each week he's looked like a little bit better. Like he's seen flashes. Like he looks more comfortable. He's been running the ball a little bit more. I feel like, like taking, like he's fast. Like he gets down the field. Yeah. Well, he's so, quick. That's what I always get jealous to. When I see him making those runs, it's like, I wish Kirk cousins could do that. Yeah. That's what always kills me when quarterback can get out of the pocket and run a little bit like that. Imagine but. you put Justin Fields, legs on Kirk Cousins oh, pocket God, Kirk would be like Jesus but uh my kind of take on the Bears is either they're going to be like the Bears how they are now for the next three years and Fields is going to leave or they're going to be a very shockingly team that could win 10 games next season no I I agree with you that's a take on no my just, chance they win 10 games so next. he's going to die with the Chicago Bears if, if the killed. Bears win 10 games next year I'll buy a Justin Fields jersey all right, we got a lot of jerseys Deal. on this podcast, but that's, that's the jersey. I don't know. Best. I just got a weird take, just maybe because of the last two games we've seen them, and just like you could see that potential and the way the NFL has turned into like still the Bears. Yeah, you're right. That dude's fucked. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> die in Chicago. Who am I kidding? That guy's so screwed. It so sucks shit. though because it could be such Wait, a yeah, shit team. You suck, Bears. You are so done. Uh, what was I thinking? Ten wins. <laughs> They are horrible. No They're chance. Destroyed the next three years. I stopped totally by the right. Vikings twice. That a year. offensive line is brutal, dude. Their defense is giving up points. I mean, they only gave up fourteen, but oh, what was I thinking? Ten wins? No, these guys are screwed. You're right. <laughs> he's so done. He's gonna get. He's gonna break both his legs somehow. I don't, like he. They just let him die out there, and he's gonna he's just give him no wide receivers year after year, and have You're right. David Montgomery <laughs> They're screwed. back there. Yeah. They are screwed. I think. Uh, going to the other side, we had the Pats QBs. Um, it's not a happy hour. It was for about twenty minutes. So I had I. I'm curious what you think on this. Do you think it's kind of like a shit move for Bill Belichick to like? Yeah. Mac Jones comes back, starts. That was goes, bullshit. What they did. Yeah, and then they just pull him after like what two or three possessions, and they just bench bench him. And uh, like obviously Zappy came in, and, and Bill Belichick looked like a genius, of course. And he's like two touchdowns, two possessions. All of a sudden they're they're up fourteen to ten, and you're like, holy shit, like. Zappy's the truth. Like this is the best thing ever. And then you're it's like, just everyone was jumping all over Twitter and like, yep, Zappy's the guy. Mac Jones. And then the second half, Zappy looked terrible. Blah. Yep. So I don't know. I. I it looks bad they, on the. Do you think they stay with Zappy moving forward, or is Mac Jones it probably start will? But that just looks like a horrible move. Like if that Zappy wasn't able to finish that game. That just is like a big old. Bill Belichick is just coming into the quarterback room, and being like, "Fuck." I'm so like I don't one of you guys got to show me something. Like, hor- like you got to kidding me. Like you couldn't do anything for two plays because the whole crowd is booing for you. And I bring this guy in, he falls out for two drives, and then he doesn't know how to play quarterback the rest <laughs> of the game. 
It's good. Like I said, Packers suck. Patriots, glad to see him suck. It's Two awesome. We need to see suck. But uh, I think. No, I, I think they should just go back to Mac Jones. I agree. Just let Mac Jones play a football game. Dude, he was he played decent enough last year. Like, and now he obviously that was with Josh McDaniels, and they don't have him anymore. And you got Matt Patricia, who's been a defensive coordinator, calling the plays there. It's like super random, but I don't know. I think they should, but they probably do zappy. I don't know, just because. I mean, Boston fans are such dicks. I know, the and then like, and you go on Twitter too. It's like and you're zappy comes in. Zappy comes in, and you're like, everybody's all of a sudden they're like, this is just like Brady and Bledsoe, like same thing, like. Like really, you're gonna put? You think Zappy's gonna be just like Tom Brady, right now? Yeah, screw the freaking Patriots fans, man. That was stupid. The worst. The worst. That's what they need. They deserve this. Just have uh, some karma for sure. Building up. Got fire um, Belichick too. They gotta. They gotta change it all. Never, never gonna never fire will. Belichick. He will retire whenever he wants, and he'll be the coach until then. But, um. Yeah, quick quick overview of the standings. I think we we hit on this, and uh, we didn't talk about this either. But a lot of like on last week's episode, we did. Oh, the good teams had buy this week. Um, Bills didn't play. Vikings didn't play. Rams, Eagles didn't play. Um, so right now for the the um, the playoff picture, it is in the AFC. It is Bills with the one seed, Chiefs two seed, Titans three seed, Ravens four seed, Jets five seed. Let's go, baby. Dolphins six seed. Uh-huh. And Chargers seven seed. Those are the playoff teams. Um, and then in the NFC, it's Eagles one, Vikings two, Seahawks three, unreal. Bucks four, Giants five, Cowboys six, Rams seven. Um, yeah, and we got plenty of football left. So, dude, looking at week eight, too, I'm really excited for this upcoming week. Yeah, Raven, Ravens, Bucks Thursday night. It's just a, seems like an exciting Thursday night football game. You got Vikings, Cardinals, Jets, Pats, like I've said. Um, what else do they have here? 49ers, Rams, Giants, Seahawks, Bills, Packers. It's a pretty decent slate there. I mean, Joe Burrow against Battle of Ohio Monday night, but excited for week eight. It's looking good. Yeah. It's going to be a fun week. We'll, we'll have to make we'll, our picks on Thursday. Yeah, we'll get into some of those games a little bit more. Um, I'm excited. It's been a long week off without the Vikings, so I'm excited they're back and uh, at home against the Cardinals. So hopefully we can uh, roll a little bit there. Uh, now moving into college football, um, some of the big games. Run through some scores and then we'll hit on some some talking points here. Ohio State beats Iowa handedly, 54 to 10, stomped them. Uh, Tennessee, Iowa. Tennessee won 65 to 24, um, which. You know what? Whatever. UT Martin, um, twenty-four points against their team in the country. Yeah. Well, Tennessee's defense is not their strong. I mean, it was. We'll get to. It was fifty-eight to seven at one point. <laughs> but I think. I think. Four uh, points. Hendon Hooker didn't even play the second half. No. Um, but twenty-four uh, but Clemson, points. Clemson scored. Don't want to say anything? But Clemson beat points. Syracuse twenty-seven twenty-one. Um. Bama beats Mississippi State 30 to 6. Uh LSU stomps Ole Miss 45-20. TCU beats Kansas State 38-28. Oregon in a huge game against UCLA beats them 45-30. Um, there goes our hope of either USC or UCLA being undefeated. Oklahoma State beats Texas 41-34. Uh, that was a fun game. And then Wake beats Boston College. Penn State beats Minnesota. 
and then Cincinnati beats SMU and Tulane beats Memphis that rolls out the top 25. Um, what was I going to say? Michigan must have had a week off, huh? Yeah, they didn't play. They had a bye. Or Georgia. Um, yeah, uh, I think some of the things I just circled on, I think Clemson's a fraud team. Um, I think they're yeah, going to walk through the ACC the rest of the way, and they're going to be in the playoff. And I just think it's lame. Like, if you like, you're playing Syracuse, and like, this isn't a shot at Syracuse, but Syracuse. It's a shot at Syracuse. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're not bad, but it's Syracuse. They're not right? bad, but like, if your starting quarterback can't even make it through a, a Syracuse game before Dabo had to bench him to bring in your backup, like, no, the backup that's not a good sign moving forward. What? Like the backup for Clemson came in? Yeah, DJ got benched. He threw two picks. Oh, they're doing that 138 new guy. yards, two recruits. picks. He got benched. What? What's his freaking name? Oh, Kate Kubniak. He's Kate actually, he was like a, yeah. well, yeah, he's a uh, recruit too. So, that, yeah, that I mean, DJ guy, like, I don't, he's not going to be, I don't think he is anything really. He struggled, I know, and it's been tough. Uh, Ever since he got those commercials, dude, he signed with Dr. So Pepper. I think it's unfortunate because, like, yeah. And you're probably going to see Clemson in the playoff, which is like, I don't know. I just think that's I, such dude, a bummer. And that's why I think they, they need to expand the playoff. Like, next week. And Notre Dame's not very good either. But yeah, they could. I, I easily could see that. 6.30 night game. I have no doubt in my mind. I, I hope they do. Because my at this point, I want there to be as many one-loss teams as possible. Like, I want I want there to be so much mayhem at the end of the season. It's going to be fantastic. Um, and And you got... You know, you got TCU and Oregon that are now like real contenders, in my opinion, both with one like TCU is undefeated. Um, I think it'd be so sick to see TCU run the table and be in the college football playoff, because if they go undefeated and win the Big 12, they have to be in. Right. Max, right? man, shout out to Iowa. Some like Council Bluffs. But <clears throat> that'd be but so I think weird it's going to be so that. interesting moving just, forward because you have George, you have Georgia is going to play Tennessee. So one of those two teams is going to lose. And I'm talking regular season games. Ohio State's going to play Michigan. One of those teams has to lose. Um, and then Alabama will most likely be playing one of those two teams again in the SEC championship, right? Yeah. So then you have TCU is undefeated. You got Oregon with one loss, Oklahoma State with one loss, USC with one loss. Then after that, I think it kind of falls off of like teams I would actually think. I don't think Wake Forest is like a real contender. Um, but I mean, you got like, I thought Oregon looked awesome against UCLA. And I've been watching a lot of these late night West Coast games just because they're like the last games on out here and it's not that late. Um, but I just think every time I think I don't know Oregon, Oregon Bo Nicks, they like, got their ass kicked against Georgia. Yeah, but it was week one against Georgia, dude. Like, I feel like you. I know that they're going to get punished for it. The Oregon UCLA. Yeah. Looking at this stat line, that would be a good game to watch. And they have and they have some games coming up. You know, they're going to play Utah, which is going to be like their Washington will be their last two tests. But like. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens in front of them. I think Oregon, it's a little out of their hands after this point, after they, they lose to Georgia, you know, like they're going to have to really, they're going to have to run the table and then just like hope for the best. Um, but I think that USC, like if they face each other in the Pac-12 championship game, which I'm, I forget how that works. Is the Pac-12 just the best two teams or do they have? Pac-12 they have is, they got two divisions. Okay, so. It is right now. Um, with the Pac-12 conference, you currently have, oh no, it's not. It's one. Yeah, it's kind of sick. Right now, one. it's Oregon versus USC in there. 
Pac-12 championship. Yeah, that's what game. I was thinking. So hopefully those two teams end up there because I would love to see that in the in the championship. God, be dang, I'm so pissed. USC lost to Utah. I want them. I hope USC makes a playoff. However, they do it. Yeah, I know. They well, that's it's what I'm saying. Is they USC, need to play Oregon. But... They need to beat Oregon, and they need a lot of shit to happen in the SEC. You know what I mean? Like, so this is the way I see it going: is that Georgia or Tennessee is going to beat each other, right? So let's say Georgia beats Tennessee, and then Georgia goes to the SEC championship game and beats Alabama. That pushes Alabama out because they have two losses, right? Tennessee's at one loss. Georgia's undefeated, so Georgia's going to be the number one team in the country. They'll get in, assuming Ohio State beats Michigan, that means Ohio State and Georgia are going to be in, right? And then after that, it is a toss-up in the air of these one-loss teams, right? I mean, you're going to have, well, I guess potentially depending on what TCU and Clemson do after that. So there's just going to be a lot of like late There's going to be chaos. There's going to be some one-loss teams. I'm looking through the same right now. Like TCU is going to lose some weird game. I don't know what's going on. Obviously, Georgia, Tennessee play each other, like you said. And then, yeah, dude, this Final Four is going to be crazy. Well, I think that's just like what I've been saying too is like they like the expansion needs to come sooner than later. It does. Like you're seeing like this year would be a spectacular year for eight teams. Like you're talking about, like I said, Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Alabama, TCU, Oregon, like all in a playoff. That would be incredible. You get Oregon, Georgia rematch right now. If the season ended today, this is what you'd get right now according to the AP poll. You get Georgia, Oregon game one, Ohio State, TCU, Bama, Tennessee again, Michigan, Clemson, like It'd be phenomenal. And then like, like, why don't, why don't we want more of these marquee matchups? And I think that's like, we get a couple of them early in the year and we get a couple of them late in the year. And then basically just like the sec, Ohio state, Michigan, like those are the games you can count on. But like, why don't we want like the eight teams, these, these big programs, these dominant football programs to play each other in like a playoff. And it'd just be, it'd be so much fun. I just wanted to see the, the win, like an automatic way. <clears throat> excuse me to like get in like you win your conference championship no matter what you're right. seated i just want to see that just similar similarities to how the nfl is kind of ran just putting that into college football play and, right but i think you have to have and then making that playoff that, right in the time where you want to see those playoff games too when i'm like watching that um whatever the four teams play each other it's always like the last couple of games and it's on new year's and we said this before like my mind's kind of checked out of college football too when you expand those teams you make it eight 12 teams like everyone's going to be waiting for those matchups that one 12 or whatever it may be like that's what people want to see people want to see that 12-1 matchup and knowing that it probably won't happen but the possibility of that 12 that's like a tcu playing in georgia and knocking them off or something just knowing that that could be a possibility i feel like that's what people want to see and they do got to expand the teams faster. And I, we said this. I think it's happening next year, I believe. I think they're going to eight the next year, two years. Oh, I what? think it said by 2025 is like what they're saying. But so there's no like for sure date on it. At least and last they time I checked. So. College football games coming out next year. Buying that right away. Oh, it's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. But yeah, I think I think it'll be fun. Uh, I think Ohio State is still my number one team. Georgia two, Tennessee three. Um, Ohio State looks really good. They're Let's see. Okay. So offense is just unbelievably. If, three, if they, like if they cakewalk Penn receivers. state next week and Georgia has Florida. Yeah. If they, if Ohio state cakewalks just smokes Penn state, they gotta be number one. Well, what point does the college football playoff rankings come out? Probably. After week. I don't even know what week it comes out after, but it up. it'll be interesting to see. 
Uh, Those are always fun too. Cause the teams that are ranked like 15 get all the way put at the back or teams that aren't ranked get ranked like 17th. And you're like, what the hell was the AP doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that LSU over Ole Miss game coming. If anybody was wondering, so LSU went from unranked to 18. My brother, Miss, my brother bet I, that one too. So shout out to yeah, Jake. He get that one right. And he also picked Oklahoma State. It's Texas. Texas is uh, they just keep Oklahoma being State back, too. and then they're not back, and it's good old Texas. Yeah, I had I had TCU and Oklahoma State. I'm pretty I'm pretty hot right now on on college football. I'm struggling a little bit in the NFL. But I picked Kansas I'm State right now in, in my head. I saw that game and I was like, Kansas State's gonna be TCU. Didn't, uh, didn't happen. Off. Uh, but looking to the week ahead for college football, we've got, like you said, Ohio State, Penn State's gonna be the the probably the the most exciting game um, in the early slate. Uh, Penn State's 13 after their win over at Minnesota, which too. was a bummer, and yeah, at Penn State, which is huge because um, that's probably the only chance they have. Ohio State's 15 and a half point favorites. Um, well, we have two ranked teams playing on Thursday. That's cool. NC State playing Virginia Tech and Utah playing Washington State on on Thursday. So watch for those games. But then TCU's got West Virginia, Notre Dame, Syracuse. That'll that'll be an interesting game. Florida, Georgia, Oregon, Cal. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, which is just awesome. This seems like every week in the Big 12 right now, there's two ranked teams playing each other. Oklahoma State's had um, three ranked games last. They had TCU. They lost in double overtime, 43-40. Next, last week, they played Texas, 41-34. This week, they get Kansas State. Like, Big 12 is – I was seeing your tweets, too. Like, Big 12 is looking good right now. And then after this week, they got Kansas, who's 5-3. and three. Then they got Iowa State. And then, I mean, Oklahoma, it's like – it's. Big 12 is just crazy shootout right now. A team like anybody can beat anyone. I feel like in that conference, their offenses are just electric, and it's. I think it's that fun. they're they're up there as one of the deeper conferences right now. I think the Pac-12 is is showing that they have a little bit of depth too, and um, I, like Illinois being 17th right now, I think it's like, and again, this is probably biased coming from a Minnesota fan, but I feel like Illinois is just like not that good. Um, but dude, that Kentucky Big plays Ten Tennessee West is going to be so exciting. weird to see who makes it out of that. Oh my god! Gosh, like yeah. obviously we're Gopher fans and everything, and this is their year. Like they had it in their hands, and I thought they were going to make a run and had a very good chance of easily getting to the Big Ten. But it's just like Lost Illinois, and I mean yeah. Nebraska still has a shot of it. Some crazy reason Northwest. It's all over the place with that Big Ten West. Yeah, well, like, Illinois, Illinois just like Nebraska, basically Wisconsin. Like what? Dude, Illinois is having the season that every like like you said that the Gophers thought that they had this year, like a pretty easy schedule. Like haven't had played anybody too crazy. Like they have one loss right now. Like Illinois should have beat Indiana. They should be undefeated. And like walking with no like like this is what Minnesota wants. Like this is what we should want. Like every year, just we're in the West. Like until they change this to like one Big Ten, like we have to take advantage of this because once it gets together, like. You're, you're really telling me that like Michigan and Ohio State aren't going to be in the Big Ten championship game every year. And that's why I think it sucks because I think they should like Michigan, Ohio State should play in the Big Ten championship game. If they're the best two teams yeah. like they like they have been the last couple of years. Like to me, it's so stupid that we're going to have to watch Ohio State or Michigan play Purdue or Illinois like that. Like, no, that's not that's not a Big Ten championship game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that is a good point. It's annoying. Like, why don't we do it like what the Pac-12 does and just like have a conference? Like, you can set up the scheduling any way you want to, and like we play teams from the other side anyway. We just played Penn State; they were in the East, and like then we have these teams at the top play each other in an actual conference championship game instead of just being like, like legit, like 
Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan would all be the best team in the West. Easy. And instead we have Illinois and Purdue. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Even Maryland. So I think that's kind of a bummer with what they've got going on right now in, in the divisions in the Big Ten. Um, I think the SEC, like, have it close just because they have Georgia and Alabama on opposite sides. But I think that, like, still they could do something better there. Um to separate those teams so that that because like why don't like we're talking about these these like the college football playoff and having as many like ranked opponents like these top teams playing each other it's like why would we not want just the top two teams coming out of it instead of like based on your schedule in the sec like did you have to play alabama before the sec championship game like if you do you're screwed if you're coming out of the west but you know like right now lsu's like four and one in the conference like they should they should have a chance overall to to potentially play in that conference championship game if Tennessee loses, you know, and like Ole Miss is three and one. So like, and and granted, like I think Alabama, Tennessee, and Georgia are probably the three best teams in that conference. But I just think there needs to be something switched up so that the two best teams in any conference have to play each other. The Big Twelve has the same thing. Um, Big Twelve is just an awesome, awesome conference right now. I feel like anybody. I like there. it. Big 12 sick, watch. man. Iowa State's got to get it going. Besides but your clones, yeah. I was going to say. Having a beard here. God dang it. They've had a weird three and four bye week last week, but. Oh, and four in the conference. But, yeah, we've got some more exciting football coming up, folks. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be wild. Love it. God, these episodes are good, man. Stuff's starting to heat up. Or, We're getting there. It's like the I witching know. hour of the season. Well, it's the middle point of it, too. That's the exciting part as well. College football is, like, I guess, a little bit past the halfway point, but. Um, yeah, you got week. How many weeks do they play? Week. The bowl's 14. Oh, there's the conference championships in week 14. 13 weeks of college football, and we're in week eight this week, right? No, week week nine, nine. coming up. It's free. Um, yeah, it'll be exciting to see. We got Michigan, Michigan State this weekend, too. Um, that's always so a fun that one. Michigan probably should just... roll them, but. They should, but you yeah. never know. Those games always get chaotic. You never know what can happen in that. Yeah, but Michigan State's usually better. Like Michigan State kind of sucks this year, so. But you never know. You never know. It's called football. That game That's at? the great part about it. Been in, it's in Michigan. Okay. University of Michigan, not Michigan State. Seventeen. Both in Michigan. Seventeen. Oh, okay. Lines yeah, twenty-two. Michigan by seventeen. You gonna take an adjusted spread there? Yeah, ninety-five to uh, six. Highest <laughs> scoring game all time. Well, uh, that should about do it for this episode, folks. Thanks for listening to episode 11 in the books. Um, another awesome week of football we covered. We're going to get to our picks. Um, the, the episode later this week, we got NHL and NBA talk. Um, our little specialties that we, that we run off and do our own little thing on. It's fun. Um, NBA's heating up. NHL's heating up. I know we're only a couple weeks into the season, but it's, it's awesome right now. We got a bunch of sports equinox the last couple last week with the the playoffs going. We got Phillies and um, Astros and six. Too, excuse me, Astros. To that. I picked that on the last one. I said Astros Phillies World Series. I'm going to go within my World Series prediction. I'm taking Astros in six games. Mm-hmm. Phillies going to play them tough, but I do like. I think Astros. Astros in five games. Astros are nasty. I think I think I think Philly gets one at home, but that's it. Yeah, just because it's the Philly so crowd good. and just, just so the way deep, they've been. But yeah, exactly. Playing at home. That Harper home run was so sick too. So, but oh the money ball, God. like soundtrack, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so cool. Oh, good for Bryce. No, I, Bryce. I like Harper Bryce. Was like, yeah, I was gonna say for someone like 
it's it's fun to root because you know there's so many guys who like get all that credit at such a young age and they don't pan out and there's just like such a letdown and it's like cool to see guys like him who's he's been a star since he was like 14 you know like just have a, have a big, big moment like that and he also thought like it was kind of a bummer he left the wash or the Nats and they won the World Series that year and everybody was like screw Harper and now he's you know he's kind of a he's he's gonna be a forever legend in Philadelphia now. Yeah, that's, that home run will go down in Philly history. That was crazy. But Jets are back. Yeah, we, too. Uh, <laughs> what Jets are, Jets so are back? Seventeen fourteen. I'm calling it. What do you think of Vikes, Vikes Cardinals prediction? Uh, Vikings by four. Wait, I say Vikes by three. Actually. Yeah, it's no, not so about the Vikings no. team. I just I want to say more. I want to say they're gonna win by six, like twenty-seven to twenty-one. I'm saying twenty-seven, twenty-four. That's okay. across my head as soon as you said that. I'll do that. I like twenty-seven. It's a good number for this weekend. Twenty-seven is a good number for the Vikes. Feels yeah. like twenty-seven points for the Vikes. Because we're gonna miss an extra point or something to get to twenty-eight, and that's what we had twenty seven. Three touchdowns and two field goals. Yep, that's true. But however they get however you want to get to twenty seven, Minnesota, do your thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Gotta get there though. Uh, that should do it, folks. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh catch you later this week with our other episodes. We're rolling here. We're uh we're hot. hot. We're in mid. We're, we're feeling right good. Now. We got we got some listeners. The downloads are coming in. So thanks for the support. Yeah, how are the numbers looking? Good. We getting some people. Look at yeah, it's looking good. In the last thirty days, we got like I don't know, almost like two hundred downloads, which is sick. Heck yeah, it could be hundred. It's two hundred though. Dude, I know we're buzzing right now. We got. 886 all time for the folks keeping track at home but uh we we'll, do it. we'll have to get a table for a thousand views we do it because we love the sports we're not doing it for the followers we're doing it for you fans you know the true you guys the true the but true if you want to throw in some money that'd be sick but one. for you guys <laughs> yeah. so we take bitcoin we take bitcoin promo code meatball uh, oh yeah we forgot to get our sponsors uh meatball sauce That'd be sick. Yeah. And and purify water. That's yeah. our sponsors. Damn, that'd be cool. I like that. One day. Uh yeah. Well, we'll I think I've said it three times, but we'll talk to you later this week. Um, we're out of here. Adios. Have a good week. Peace. Peace.